What's up, everyone? Danny Mullen is out of town still on vacation, but I have uh, I have procured a man that I've looked up to for a long time that has. I honestly, Bill, you have one of the, the greatest resumes for like a performer that I know. You're you're an established stand up comic. You have been on Broadway. You have a what is it? A you, like a you have a degree from Princeton as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, I want to hear about your Princeton day. We're going to start in your Princeton days first. How the how the fuck did you even get into Princeton? Uh, you, the real story of how I got to Princeton is, is not that, well. It, the story is I went to a school that was seventy percent black and thirty percent terrified. <laughs> T.C. Williams. They had not let anybody into Princeton. Yeah. My two older brothers are true like geniuses. Wow. When the movie Goodwill Hunting came out, I was like, Jim, there's a movie about you because he would go to Damn. jail, get in fights. He was a maniac, but he was a fucking genius. That's he, crazy. He, he was at a Harvard think tank. And my other brother, they're both geniuses. Number one out of high school. I was not. Wow. Number one. I was okay. Mm. They both got rejected by Princeton. What the fuck? Washington Post wrote an article that said Princeton is elitist and racist. And because mm. it's a black school, these, these great students will in. Mm. The next year I got into Princeton. Unbelievable. So I was a black quota for Princeton University. That's why I got it. <laughs> it wasn't because of my fucking... Now, but how were your grades, though? I mean, you could still hang. You had you got a degree in, like, something... What did you get a Aerospace. degree in? Aerospace. Yeah, exactly. But here's, Come here, on. But you no, can't fake that. Yeah, wow, really? really? Well, here's the thing. Once you get into schools, there are certain schools which you get into, like Princeton. Mm. The hardest thing is getting in. Because mm-hmm. once you're there, they don't want to fail you. Like, part of their reputation you. is based on the fact they have, like, a 98 retention rate for graduation. I do, I do tell people that the easiest class I ever took in my academic career was at UCLA. It was an arts and architecture class, and I swear to God, Dino, you would have passed this easily. It was... Dino would have? Dino would have. Jesus Christ. L- listen to the midterm was a one-page paper on a museum visit, <laughs> and the final... That's all you ever had to do. There were no other papers. And the final was just give us, give any art project, but it has to be flat. He's like, I got 500 dioramas last year. That was, I couldn't handle those. It was a class of 700, but that was it. Yeah, yeah. It was a joke. So, yeah, yeah I, I understand where you're coming from. So, so Princeton was, you could, once you got in there, you could figure out the system and, and, and pass. Let me put it this way. I was in the engineering school, and I got a lot of B minuses, hmm. which for a state school is like a D plus. I see what you're saying. Frankly, it really is. Mm. I would like to say like, oh, I was just fucking, you know, mm. I'm okay. But mm. like, it's it's a school they just want. And also, I cheated. Mm. You had to cheat sometimes. I had, I had I cheated in college too. I'll admit that on this <laughs> podcast right now. In fact, I was one of the best cheaters. Really? How'd there. you cheat? Oh God, so many different ways. I uh, math uh, wise, I the big calculators, you know, they'd allow it. The scientific calculators. If you wrote with pencil on them, you couldn't see it unless you kind of tilted it to the light. Yeah. So I would write formulas in pencil on the on the backs of these uh, calculators, and then I would have the formulas for the test. I uh, I would put notes in the bathroom. And, and then if you're a good enough actor, even on a final, they say they can't allow you to go to the, the, the bathroom, but that's illegal. So you yeah. can be like, listen, I'm going to shoot myself. Gonna, <laughs> go ahead. And you go. And then I had the notes behind the uh, where the, the papers. for the, Oh, to put so on. many ways to cheat. Mm-hmm. The most egregious way I cheated was during a, f- a football Saturday. Mm. Go Tigers. Everyone's on watch the game. The, the, the engineering school was open. And I won in. Oh, my God. And and it was like the 90s. So before 2001, everything was just open. Right. No, no, yeah. And people wouldn't lock their doors. And I went into this, and I fucking stole the exam. 
unbelievable. And what I, a legend. Did I, you share it with anyone or you just no. kept it? You kept you got it. Got my you, A. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to keep <laughs> it for yourself. I did, uh, yeah, the, the, the most egregious way that I cheated, I'll, I'll uh, admit here, was... Well, it was a final for a for a big business class. The one uh, for for my um, management business management degree. It was like the the final class that encompassed like everything you learned. Uh, you know, it, we did like a big presentation on Costco, so on and so forth. The final exam was on a, a computer, and I remember sitting down. I had like two hours before baseball practice. Everybody in class had been taking it throughout the week because he gave us a week to do it, and everybody was saying it was a nightmare. So I looked at the, the, the portal that I was going to log on onto, and to the left it said teacher's log on, log in, yeah. and then to the right it was student login. And I was like, wait a second, what if I just try this? So I go into the teacher's login, and then it, it just it gives me like a password, like a, oh, you, a preview of whatever of our system, blah, blah, blah. I'm in. I have the answers to the test. And then I really fucked up because I was an idiot and I, I did, I did the test all excited with like the, the answers. I thought I missed one. Maybe I was like, all right, whatever, submit. I didn't realize it was timed and I did it in 20 minutes. So uh, literally like it was a two and a half hour test. Like most people were taking two and a half hours. So the teacher clearly knew that I cheated, but he couldn't kind of do anything. He yeah. kind of, uh, he mentioned that it was one of the first perfect scores in the last couple of years. He's like, congrats, Landon. You, you literally in heard 20 minutes, perfect in 20 score. minutes. Right. So he was just like, ah, I can't really prove it. But this kid, he did give me a B in the class though, later yeah. on, which I thought yeah. I deserved an A. I was like, I had like an 89.5. Yeah. So he, that was why he did it, but it's all right. I mean, no offense. Like, if I saw you mm -hmm. looking the way you look with your ponytail, you finished two and a half, I'd be like, this motherfucker he cheated he man. fucked the right girl something <laughs> happened he got the he got for the you though engineer how did you pass like high level calculus you at least are good at math I mean, i'm okay i'm okay mm. there's a lot like i said i had my best friend was this really smart girl mm. and i would be like hey can i double check your homework Oh, wow. And I would just copy her homework. Oh, okay, so there was a. Do you really? I really, was a real. <laughs> I was a real cheat. Wow, you figured but out the system. In though. my in my defense, okay, there's no real defense. But in my defense, <laughs> um, I knew I didn't want to be an engineer at this point. Right. Like by my junior year, I was just like, man, I'm on the path. I'm the degree is coming up. I don't want to switch to English and have to read a bunch of fucking Dante and Paradise Lost and right. bullshit. Right. Like a night, like War and Peace, and ooh. Proust. I didn't want to do that shit. So I was mm -hmm. like, well, I might as well just stay the course. I got two more years. And, um, and then I took summer classes for the heart, like they're the hard classes. classes. Oh, man. It's super fit hard. Yeah. So I took the summer, the summer version somewhere else. If you don't know that, if you're in college right now and life you're hack. struggling, that is a fucking life hack. Bill Dodd sure. just gave you. That is still true to this day. I did the same thing. Uh, I took econ one and two in the summers. You got to take all the hardest class that you that you are that you have a fear of. Take mm -hmm. that one in the summer or the winter. The winter too. Yep. And Princeton was differential equations and organic chemistry. And I was like, I'm taking those at University of Maryland, baby. Let's go. Fuck that. Yeah. So then you decided to be an actor, right? Like, and basically, right after you graduated college, you went to you went to NYU. Well, the, the way it goes is, I was you know, gra first of all, when people are in high school, I don't know who the fuck knows what they want to do in high school. I mean, you want to be a baseball player. I wanted to be a baseball player. Yeah, didn't end up working out. I'm not Dominican. You know what I mean? <laughs> For God's sake. I'm, look, what we want to do? Japanese school, now. It fuck. never really fucking works out. Yeah. But I uh, I had no idea what the fuck I wanted to do. I knew that I just started getting pussy my senior year, and I was mm -hmm. like, maybe more pussy. More pussy. So um, my brother's girlfriend at the time said, oh, you should take an acting class. 
Yes. Because you're going to be with a bunch of Asian nerds in mm-hmm. the E-Quad, and that will be a way to meet a girl. So, of course, I just took acting classes to meet girls. Now, that's uh, basically the same way I kind of, or the reason I got into acting. See, I, I figured out quickly that when I graduated college and I was sitting at home that the only play, way to extend college was go to more college. So I went to junior college and just took a theater. And boy, was it fun. 24 years oh, old. There's 24 just, years old, theater. Right. All the other guys are gay. gay. All the women are sexually frustrated yep everyone's wearing a turtleneck and you're a black box theater yep just cramped up wanting to fuck so fun man but did you get a lot of drama with that because i'm sure you were cross-pollinating a bunch yeah i did get in a lot of drama there's girls that are still uh (laughs) i would say they're still angry from the the early from like 2012 there's probably a girl that still hates me yeah Uh, one of the girls that i i kind of was seen for a while that i did i was uh, i was you know, I, I never committed to her, and she was like a really good performer, and I would like fall in love with her depending on the play. You know what I mean? You ever like just you hear a girl, you, you see a girl, and you're like, all right, she's cute, but then she sings or like oh, performs of course, all the and time. Then you're like, oh my god, that is the hottest woman I've ever seen in my life. Oh, talent is a fucking. I love uh, a talented woman's fucking hot, dude. A talented woman is hot. So the point is, it's very rare to be turned by a woman. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but seriously, uh, it, I don't remember the. I mean, some some comedians that have some talent and you know you could look at them in a different light but I haven't comedians aren't really a group of, of talented women that it really attract I, I will much. say this M- Morgan uh, Murphy Morgan Murphy mm-hmm. she and I'm not talking shit about her but like I never thought she was fuckable hmm. but I watched her perform I'm like what's my favorite there's something I, there she's got some great jokes mm-hmm. she's got my favorite jokes she goes out there drinking a beer and she says uh, she goes oh man this could be drinking again I didn't drink the entire time I was pregnant. <laughs> Worst four days of my life. <laughs> oh, Worst four I days. I love you. That's hilarious. Yeah, so, so I, I took acting class, and then, then I was just acting. I was in a dance company, and I was acting mm-hmm. all, through, all through college. In a place like Princeton, because they just have a lot of money from all these fucking rich assholes, they just go, oh, I want to do True, True West, the play. They're like, oh, here's $5,000 to go do it here. And you're like, wow. okay. And you, just, and you had like unlimited money to do all this dumb shit. Man, that must have been a great time. Yeah, I was in a hip-hop dance company at Princeton. <laughs> oh, my God. Called dude. Body Hype. So, Body Hype. So all these women were, like, crossing the tracks. Like, uh, like I had a... It, it wasn't until, like, later in life I realized what was happening. I was a little bit like Patrick Swayze in Dirty Dancing. I was, like, the, the bad kid. Let's go. <laughs> and I'm not, like, total white trash. I'm half white, half trash. You know, I'm not, like, total <laughs> fucking trailer park shit. At least double <laughs> white. Half trash. So I, uh, I... But I was... Running with, like, I was running with the DuPonts, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, this Damn. girl, Leah Carpenter, she was a DuPont, and she, um, and I was really into her. And then I realized later, after kind of, after I was graduate college, like, oh, she was only fucking me on the DL. Damn, you were like a side piece. I was like a side piece. Like, it was like DuPonts are they own, what do they own again? It's like a tire? Like plastic. Plastic. Rubber. Oh, wow. I mean, they're huge. They're rubber. The that's companies. what it is, yeah. And, uh, and I kept wondering, like, why we always would meet at her place late at night. Because <laughs> she was embarrassed to be, to be with me because I didn't represent whatever fucking bullshit image she wanted to portray. She had to be with the guy that wearing the Montclair and fucking yeah. rich, a rich dude. Yeah, a rich dude with a name where yeah. they walked in the thing. They mm. presented a certain way. And I was still like, you know, I, I was a, a TC. I was like a break dancer and I was a black school. So I kind of had like I was uh, I was dressing up like FUBU. <laughs> <laughs> Triple five soul. And just like, I had like a weird, like people, th- I was called a wannabe. You really? Know? Yeah. And they called me a wigger. I think all men that, uh, that end up 
getting well first of all being really good performers you got to borrow some things from the black man you know what i mean like if yeah we, if we look at marlon brando he got his apparently his personality came well he says he a lot of his personality came from hanging out with black musicians by beating his women <laughs> that too it was the musicians part not the black part okay good <laughs> but no he would uh so i mean i know that um I know that, uh, I mean, yeah, you got to borrow a little bit from the coolest guys around. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, and they, and they are the smoothest with chicks. So it is, it's kind of like a cheat code. Oh, you know it's what the I mean? best, dude. I said that, I, was, I did Chocolate Sundays last night, and I was just like, man, I wish I was black. <laughs> did that get arousing? Now, now, not now. Like, you said now. <laughs> exactly. Not, not like now. then. Not no, then. Not then. Yikes. But now. Now it's great. Like, if I could be dropped into the planet as at a 20 year old like Terminator 2 like naked coming up in fucking slime mm -hmm. I'd want to be a 20 year old black man yes I wouldn't want to drive anywhere but I'd want to be a 20 year old black man yeah that'd with, be fucking the shit you would still get pulled over I've been <laughs> I've, I've been with my uh, black friend where they got pulled over and then they, they, we all had to get out of the car put our hands on the, uh, on the, on the, the you know on the hood and I was like this has never happened to me before oh really it was really That's interesting for no reason and they just let, let us go but so that was I, I did experience that one time but um, no a 20 year old black man right now with your brain oh goes far yeah. I think you could do you could you could you're automatically a really good actor and you, if as you've seen every commercial has about it's you get forty percent black rule. It's like it's got to be about forty percent black right now. It's pretty nice. If you see a billboard now in twenty twenty three, and it's only white people, it means one of two things: it's either documentary about January six, <laughs> or it's a documentary about a sex cult. <laughs> That's it. Or a serial killer. Like there's nothing else. You're or never a serial like killer. Friends. Right? Nah. Never like six white people just hanging out having good lives. It's never gonna be never, like that again. Ever. I saw Barbie last night. Jesus. Oh, let's talk up. Barbie, please. Oh. Can we talk about fucking Barbie. Do you oh. see it with a girl? Yeah, dude. And you paid for it because feminism. Of course. Um, I, I love that. Feminism does it. Dude, it's, dude, what is, I mean. Okay, I think did you go in wanting to like it? Yes. I'm a big Ryan Gosling fan. Yeah. I, um, it just lost You me. knew it was going to be feminist, right? I knew it was going to be feminist. I didn't know it was going to be that. Like, this was just like a politically charged movie beginning to end. It yeah. was nuts, man. It was like, they didn't care about anything, but, but like making sure that we knew what the point was. What did you think about it? Well, man, I've gotten, look, right now I could go on my Facebook mm. and show you how many women have attacked me ruthlessly about oh, the shit God. I posted about Barbie. Someone, oh, someone woman posted, it was a friend of mine. She posted, men who think the Barbie movie is good are really hot. <laughs> and I wrote, but they have shitty taste in movies. That's right, man. Uh, and the amount of fucking backlash from women. Wow. I mean, it's just like they immediately go to like fucking career shame, look shame, mm -hmm. fucking like just Look shame is me. It's so funny that they go after the looks women, right? Because it's a, that's a big thing they preach like everyone's beautiful all that, but like yeah. it immediately goes to do you have a small dick and you're ugly, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this woman said something like Oh, well, you don't know what you're talking about because you're not a filmmaker. I'm a filmmaker. Oh, and look, like, look, she's fine. She has like 25 credits on IMDb, which is fine. But I was like, well, I have five times your credits yeah, on IMDb exactly. and I'm a higher rank. So what, what, are, you, what are we fighting about? Yeah, are we exactly. swinging dicks around? Exactly. She's like, fine. You do a lot of guest stars. Congratulations. Holy shit. And I was like, oh, this bitch is going all in, isn't she? She went all in. Okay, a guest <laughs> star. When you say someone. All right. So there is a thing in acting where if like you do a guest stars for a long time, like they go like, yeah, well, he's never going to. It's like one level 
it's like a couple levels below the lead, right? And it's just like it's just a dig to say like, oh well, they're uh, not going to give you the yeah, leading man. Great guest star resume, which is it's still an unbelievably hard thing to to amass like. Yeah, what Bill Dawes has been in some of the biggest movies you've seen. I've guest stars some good shit. Some fucking good shit, dude. But yeah, so wow. Anyway, it's fine. So but what like, did you say about the movie? So I said, first of all, one thing I said there. Uh, we can do spoilers here, obviously. Yes, we can. Nobody's. Gonna if you have, if you've seen this Barbie movie, then but if you haven't, spoilers. Right. So there's a scene. First of all, the whole idea is you have this, which I think people like the idea of. I think, like me, the first 15 minutes, you were cool. You're like, oh, this yeah. is fun. This is interesting. It's Barbie yes. land. Right. It's weird and everything's fake. Weird. And she doesn't really drink and she doesn't yeah. really have a shower. Uh, yeah. Because it's all plastic. It's Remember all plastic. Made, made. Yeah, it was interesting, yes. Interesting and pretty and all mm-hmm. stuff. And kind of semi funny. I mean, I don't think semi funny, dude. I I did not laugh out loud once. I don't think I did. Movie. I think yeah. maybe I tried to once. I try, yeah, I really wanted Ryan to make me laugh, but he never. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. like I couldn't with the writing. I mean, then they had these jokes like, "I'm going to beat you off. I'll beat both you off. I'll beat you off at the same time." I'm like, "Yeah, like come on, what is man. that? Really? Did a four year old write this fucking?" Yes, dude. Thank you. Anyway, so the. The idea that you have Barbie in Barbie land, she has to go to the real world to figure out why she's becoming, you know, uh, suicidal or whatever the fuck it is. I can get behind that idea. But the minute they go from Barbie land to the real world, like, show me the real world, man. Show me the real world. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go into this bullshit, f- another version of Barbie land, because the real world, they, they're on Venice Beach, they're rollerblading. Everybody on Venice Beach is white. Yeah, no. What the hell was that? And uh, like a 24 year old hipster with perfect hair comes up and smacks her ass the second she arrives. You're like, that is <laughs> yeah. never happening. That is never gonna happen, that? dude. Like like a douchebag kind of like a like a barstool sports bro, like a Boston bro, just comes up and slaps her ass. It was like, come on, make dude. it a homeless guy. Yeah, make it a homeless on crack. Thank you, a black homeless man on crack, which is I, I I've mean, seen it if myself. You want to be the real world? Thank you. Dude, it's a anyway. Wow, so did you actually? You, so you I remember that. going like, "What a great point!" And then, it, and then she punches him, and then cuts her in jail. Okay, right. now she's also went to jail for that. Yeah, really. Okay, fine. And then the cops are like, "It was a baby." Mm. So everyone's everyone's construction is, is, guys. They're all white too. Yeah, they're all white. And then Every, she goes up yeah. to the construction workers. Oh, that was crazy. And they're all just like perfectly. Their beards just so, mm-hmm. and they look very polished and clean, like they stepped out of a catalog. And they're like, "Hey, baby, you got fries with that shake?" It's like, what? like, what? Dude, thank you. It was like, it was frustrating, man. It was frustrating. And then, and even then I was like, okay, I'll get to it. And then she goes to the Barbie headquarters and she has the interview with the board, the Mattel board. By the way, the Mattel board has always been 50-50 men and women. Yes. For the past how many years? Exactly. You know I mean? the, the CEO, the founder of Barbie for 30 years was a woman. Right. But they want, for some reason, Mattel, who gave their IP to this company, wants to show that they're all weirdly white privileged men yeah. who are fucking running this company without any real awareness of what's happening in the world. Exactly. It's a CEO, Will Ferrell, and like 20 white dudes that just are like super yes men. And just dumb as fuck. And dumb and as fuck. And all men are movie. dumb in this movie. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. This is where it really lost me. So she runs out of it. She goes, I got to get out of here. She gets out of the, and I'm still on board with the movie. And then she runs into this like office space with all these cubicles. And then there's a choreographed, I don't know how to say, like a choreographed like dance number right. with the executives chasing her where they're doing like dive rolls and flipping and missing and <laughs> yeah. grabbing her and going like, wait, where'd she go? And yeah. I'm going, 
What happened? What do we watch? At this point, like, what the fuck are we even watching? Dude, that's here? exactly when I just was like, okay, well, I'm out of it now. Because I get you want to be stylized, but what what is what are you saying by that? Are you mm. saying that the real world isn't the real world? Or because now I'm just going like, okay, I don't even know what the rules are. Because if the rules are this is Barbie Land, this is the real world, I've got to know that Newtonian physics actually is in play in the real world. Correct. Like, no one's going to see someone and go. What? She's not there? I missed. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? I literally was like, and then she walks on this hallway with the lights and shit. And then she sees a woman and a fucking the founder of Barbie just sitting there. The ghost right. of the woman, the ghost of the woman. Right. And then they go back to Barbie land for some fucking reason that doesn't make sense. Okay, let's go back to Barbie land. Bring your with the America Ferrer and her daughter. Let's go back. Why? Right. Yeah, why? They don't even really. They, they never it. really explained that. No, yeah, the story was just and, and and then if you look at the reviews, that's probably the most frustrating thing because it looks like they've paid off everybody like write these reviews. It's just nobody's telling the truth about this movie. You know, I I, I don't know what it because what the weird thing about it is like on one level yes. On the other level, man, it just broke more box office records this weekend. Like, I know, it's crazy. Because I said, I wrote on this woman's Facebook, and I'm sure I'm getting fucking pilloried. I can't even bother. I can't even look on the fucking That'd Facebook. That is unbelievable right now, though. <laughs> we should look. Ah, uh, I'm still sensitive. I'm still an artist. But she, but like, she, I was like, look, we'll see what happens next weekend. Because I was right. convinced It'll that drop, people drop were going to go the first weekend because of all the hype and all the marketing. And it was also marketed to like five to ten year olds. People who play with Barbies. Girls yeah. who play with Barbies. And I was like, because when I went to the movie theater, no one was fucking laughing. No one laughed like in my theater. There's yeah. like titters and chuckles here and there, but not like, dude, I saw the blackening, that movie, the blackening mm-hmm. in the theater with a bunch of black people. Mm-hmm. That got laughs. It's insane, dude. I haven't seen that. Like, watch yeah. a, a black movie in a black theater. That's the best. And it'll fucking, it's, and so I'm like, well, this is a f- feminist movie and with a bunch of women. Right. And they didn't laugh at anything, which I guess kind of tracks. Yeah, um, of course. But... After the show, I was uh, looking at like a lot of you know these young girls walking out, you know, jerking off, and um, they were it's a joke, but they were uh, they were all like depressed and yawning and just seemed beaten down by this movie. Yeah. And the girl that I went with, she, it's actually funny because she <laughs> posts on her Instagram. I don't know if I can show the fir- the first post. She's like in her in her fucking Barbie shoes, course, and dress, yeah. and like in front of the Barbie poster. And of then course. the next thing, immediately afterwards, is her crying in the car <laughs> because she was so depressed by the movie. It's a dep- look. It's depressing. Even if you like the movie, it's fucking depressing. And what it says about the state of affairs and state of the world and what mm-hmm. what it means to be a woman is fucking depressing. Because it wasn't like it's hard to be a woman, but there are good men out there. And with sisterhood, it was like it's hard to be a woman. It's even hard. It's impossible to be a woman, and men suck. Yeah. Nee, 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 nee. That was the it, end. right? It was like it, it was the, even the husband, at, which was the, the the woman that like came from uh, the real world to the to Barbie land, had a husband, and they made him basically retarded. Yeah. Right? Would you say they made him like, oh, uh, he's trying to learn Spanish and doesn't know what's going he's not on good with at his Spanish. wife? Oh, these dumb white men, and she's yeah. like, ugh. Yeah, and she hates him. I'm like, right. your husband's trying to learn Spanish for you, fucking cunt. Yeah, seriously. Like, be nice to him. What the fuck? Seriously, it's, it's hard to learn a different language. Yeah, yeah no, it, when you're old. Man, it, it was like extremely frustrating. But I have I've grown to like be accustomed to this kind of feeling. Go to theaters, man. Here's a, here's a, okay. Here's another caveat to this. I talked oh. to my my daughter who just graduated Berkeley. She's 22. Dope. And I was 12 when I had her, guys. Anyway, I can't um, believe that you fucking had a daughter, brother. You have I was a 22 year old. I was daughter. like her age when I had her. Basically, That's crazy. Like, got a break. Now you have a, a second kid right yeah i have a 22 year old and a two-year-old and in between i just dated liberals (laughs) so um 
Abortion. Let's go. So, uh, I talked to her, I go, did you like the Barbie movie? She was like, yeah. no, I didn't like it at all. I'm like, thank God. Yeah. My Berkeley grad woke daughter doesn't get it. She goes, they didn't go far enough. And I was like, oh. No way. She said that? She thought it was like, it's like baby steps feminism. It's not, it goes, and it was trans exclusive. She said it was also like very cisgendered because, and this is true. I agree with her. None of the Kens were gay. None of the Kens None were of the gay. Barbies were lesbians. Mm-hmm. Really? I know. Why it's not weird. show some Barbies scissoring? Yeah, because everyone. Barbie scissors, had, we all we all scissor Barbies. Barbies. Yes, they should have. They should have briefly gone into the world of the guy Barbie thing. You know, I ripped off some heads, threw them in the laundry. Yeah, I did the scissoring with the with the Barbies. Yeah, yeah. they should have shown. You would lie can on top of Barbie. That's it. Like something's going on there. Yeah, yes. one of them was trans. Well, yes. Well, that's well. Here, it, so that also happened. I got in the Facebook kerfluffle about that. Mm. Because I, I, when I first saw the Barbie movie, I'm going, they have a trans Barbie, they have a, a obese Barbie, mm-hmm. and then they had a, a wheelchair Barbie. Mm-hmm. So That was crazy. So I'm going, I'm going like, they had how obese Barbie, hard bro. are they fucking trying to yeah. check every fucking box? Ozempic Barbie, dude. <laughs> fucking. It what was the fattest Barbie, dude. And no one, they never really, I don't know, man. So, so then I thought like, well, these, I go, but then at the end, America Fargo is like, why don't you just have a regular Barbie? And he goes, we can't do that. Oh, it'll sell? Okay, we can do that. I'm like, but it sounds to me like they've already had a regular Barbie. So what, what are you talking about? Yeah. So in my head, I'm going, so Barbie Land is already progressive with a trans Barbie and a da-da. So what's the point of them saying at the end, like, it's not progressive enough. Like, didn't, haven't they tried to do all this shit? They've been doing it for the past 10 years for Barbie. Yep. They, have, they, have, they do have handicapped Barbie. Yep. They do have trans Barbie. The funny tra- the trans Barbie they have is actually Laverne Cox. They have a Laverne Cox black trans Barbie. Wow. And so in my head, I'm like, if you have Laverne Cox Barbie, why not have Laverne Cox play a role? Mm. And then the way I was able to play it in the Facebook argument was like, I was really offended that you guys, that like, again, another white person took a job that should have been given to a black person. It should have been Laverne Cox, and I just can't believe this. <laughs> okay, good point. It, it is scary that like, yeah, I mean, I hope your daughter being, I hope that that's not most of the think in that group, in that generation, but I think it is. I it think is. that they really need to go to the next level, you know what I mean? Like when me and Danny made a video about the People's Park in Berkeley and you know, there's basically a bunch of crackheads in this park who whip out their cock on Berkeley girls who try to sexually assault them, assault them, throw, I got a bottle thrown at me by one of the guys at the park. Uh, hit me in the back. Uh, literally, they rather be on the side of well, let's let's be let's save people's park for because this is someone's home than the safety of their own like sisters walking around at night. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they are taking, they're happily taking this stance that the the park needs to be saved so that these crackheads can continue living. Like, in in the middle of Berkeley. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's yeah, it's yeah. fucking wild, man. Okay, let me just read some things that they said to the Barbie, Barbie well, stuff. Let's, let's hear this, because this is going to scare it's the shit much. out of you guys. Um, this woman's like, I guarantee you he hasn't seen it. Okay, that's a lie. Um, I said, no, I have. I just have a daughter and nieces who felt lied to, which mm-hmm. is true by the marketing. Mm-hmm. I say, yeah, I'm lying. It's impossible to see this film and think it wasn't amazing. Good point. And she goes, <laughs> yeah, because clearly you haven't seen it. Oh, do you rely on your nieces and daughter to form all your opinions in your life? So it's like anything they're going to go after, right? Right. This woman, I have friends who've already seen it three times. They're planning to see it again. Oh. Nine-nines of people I know who saw it, men and women, loved it. 
you have a lot more credibility if you'd actually seen the movie yourself. A different girl accused me of not seeing the movie. Like, how could I not like the movie and I've seen it? Mm -hmm. As, not only did I not, and she was, and obviously no one liked it because it got such a big second. So they're just coming after me. Like, and this is this was like something from like a week ago, and like yeah. people posting today, like, "Hey, piece of shit, look what the look at the numbers." <laughs> Triggered, dude. I got cock blocked by the movie too because she was so happy and excited by the end of the movie. She was like, Ugh, "Men suck. Mm. Being a woman is impossible. I'm going to die alone." That's literally what it's kind of saying, right? So, what what do you think? Did you feel this depopulation kind of thing, like where it kind of wanted to make girls? that wanted to have a family kind of feel like weird about it? Did you uh -oh. sense oh, that? Oh, yeah, you got a conspiracy theory here. Yeah, a little conspiracy. Bill Gates. Bill Gates is like, hey, guys, Yeah, man. Bill Gates, dude. Let's, let's, why, was the, why was pregnant Barbie grotesque the entire movie? <laughs> Did you notice that? Every yeah. time they saw pregnant Barbie, hey, they like, oh. Hey, Midge. Ugh. Yeah. That yeah. was crazy. Because at the end, look, I don't necessarily think that Barbie and Ken had to be fucking at the end of the movie. Right. It's fine that she rejected him. Yeah. But... At least, like, don't have her be like, I'm just going to be my own woman now and wear Birkenstocks. Right. And then she goes, <laughs> you know, ends with her going to the doctor. She goes, I'm here for my OBGYN appointment. And, and the movie. I'm right. like, that's your big fucking punchline? And she's got a fucking pussy now? She's got a pussy now. But that doesn't also kind of go against everything that your generation and what you're trying to proselytize for, you know, because now it's like, oh, being a woman means you have a vagina. But... I was told that's not what it means to be a woman. Correct. I was told being a woman means something completely different. So, hmm. There's too what's many, your message? Too many contradictions. Wow. But I mean, you really, did you make a video about this? Because I feel like you I wanted really, to do a film bus should. and get hammered and just like rip, rip on it. But I feel, like, I feel like shitting on the Barbie movie is the equivalent of saying that you like don't want the vaccine. <laughs> in LA if you say you don't want the vaccine people are like you fucking racist Nazi piece of shit it's kind of like that it's dude. like that if you don't like the Barbie movie it's clearly because you're a racist and sexist and misogynist piece of shit that's why I don't like it <laughs> Austin can freely say that I guess but it's just it's sad that, that what the greatest point that you're making though is, is this idea that like they're really kind of just telling women that being a woman sucks in the Barbie And movie. that the best way to live is separate from men. Correct. The best way to live is away and not and not being interested in men at all. Like, it, what? Yeah. The Barbie didn't show one gram of attraction towards, towards Ken at any point in the movie, not even for f five seconds. Was, did she look at him in an adoring way? Nothing. Nothing. Never even. In fact, when they mentioned that he was attractive, she was like, mm, I don't really think so. Like, I'm not, I, I'm not me. It's not for me. Like, what? You and know, I, I kind of like Leo's angle because if you think about it, it's like, if you want, they, they say that like a lot of girls are bisexual. So if you wanted to do a depopulation move, just try to push all the bisexual women into just being full-blown lesbians. That's true. I actually would have been okay if Barbie was a lesbian at the end. I'd be like, okay. That would have been... Now oh. something makes sense. That would have been fucking sick if they made... Yeah, exactly. The movie would have made sense if she ended up being a lesbian at the end. How great would that be if she started making out with America Ferrara? Oh, and they God. just had a whole thing. And the husband's like, oh, then the Esteban Albano. <laughs> And <laughs> Dude, she should have been making out with the Latina mom in front of the kid. What uh, about, okay, did you love the the, the, the child speech when she first when she got approached by about Barbie? how Barbie is bad for women because of unrealistic expectations? Which yes. is an I feel like this movie was literally twenty years ago. This is a groundbreaking movie. Yeah, 
now it just feels fucking like like the whole argument about how Barbie and unrealistic for women like that was in the 90s that was in the 90s dude who gives a shit yeah exactly nobody fucking no one's talking about that yeah and and you ruined my childhood shut up yeah and I mean if they really wanted to go like then why was Margot Robbie like like her body was like phenomenal she was in really good shape she should have been fat then you know what I mean she should have been like out of shape I mean they had the one they had the fat Barbie but what I'm saying is the weird thing about the fat Barbie because the real Barbie in the real Barbie land Uh is like just a curvy like a slightly plumper curvy Bobby Barbie Mm -hmm. who was still hot Mm -hmm. I don't want to disparage this actress necessarily she's fine but like she's clearly like borderline obese and not attractive at all yeah she's so she well at the very yeah. least she's like regular she's just a, the most regular non like what you wouldn't you know what I mean yeah so and at the end she goes why don't you have a regular bar I'm like what about that fucking fat bitch we've been looking at for the past two hours what That's about her fu- yeah she's she not regular dude yeah she's, what is she she's fucking sexy like, don't what? make it seem like she's a voluptuous Barbie you know that is an obese Barbie yeah dude. yeah no, no. obese and not attractive Barbie God, that is another unbelievable point. I mean, it's like if you really had to like sit down like on a in, in some kind of like where there, there was somebody kind of monitoring this debate and you just debated someone. I, I don't know how they get around these points. Well, the problem is you can't call anyone fat anymore because that's basically saying the N word to women. <laughs> it is. So dude. you you could say that. I guess you could still call people ugly. Mm-hmm. They're, you can. They're, yeah, because ugly is like no one's marching against Ugly. No one's out there like, Dad, don't call it ugly. Like, you can still say ugly, but you can't say fat. I don't even think no. you can say obese anymore. I started calling them mid. That mid? Really mid is like the new, mid. like the, the, the new kind of. What does uh, that mean? Mid. It means like average. Average. Like, like you're not ugly. Because, like, if you call a girl ugly, she'll be like, oh, well, I know I'm not ugly. You're just being mean. But if you call her just mid, she's you're like, mid. damn, maybe I that am. That's a new term mid. the kids are using. Yeah. Oh, the kids. You kids are so mean. That one yeah, is honestly, so they are. mid. <laughs> I called a chick mid in the car because she was being kind of disrespectful to my friend. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know what she looked like yet. And then, like, I kind of blew up on her. And then we pulled up to this house. And I walked into this room and apologized to her. And then I fucked her, like, five minutes later. So she wasn't mid? No, well, she was no he would fucking mid. She was, like, a hot Asian chick. Oh, damn. But I called her mid. And then, and then I just walked out. I was like, yo... I'm sorry, I kind of overreacted, you know. Oh, man, and see, she blew me. <laughs> what is your bill, you? But I've I've seen you around a lot of pussy in my days since I've known you. I've known you for like ten years, and that, that, is I'm that honest. I feel like maybe maybe more now. Maybe honestly. more now. Yeah, it's wild. I met you a long time ago at the Laugh Factory when you were performing with. It was it was your show. I mean, you were hosting it, but you had Bill Dawes, Dane Cook, uh, you know, Ron Washington. I was doing a college night show with Theo Vaughn. It might have been that. Oh wow, that was I think Theo Vaughn was there. Yes, yeah, that's cool. So you've been you've you've been rubbing shoulders with just the who's who of like comedy for a long time. And mm-hmm. what do you do? You <laughs> think that you, do you look at your life and your body work and, and feel like you're successful? Of course not. You don't. No way. So what do you want? Oh, what I yeah. want. You know, I mean, for me, it was one of those, I'll be completely honest, I was a theater, I, was a, I went to theater school. Yeah. I was in New York doing theater, mm-hmm. really, up until 2010. And I was doing comedy in the meantime. 
but I was an actor first and I was doing theater. And so I never really thought about like, I'm going to make it. I never really thought like, I'm going to go to LA and I've never had dreams of being on a performing at Madison Square Garden. Mm -hmm. It's never been my thing. Mm -hmm. My, if I were to have a dream, a pipe dream in Hollywood, it'd be to win an Oscar. Right. Sure. So in terms of comedy, man, I just always kind of like rolled with it. I never really pushed for it. Yeah. Which has been okay, mm. but obviously, like, it's a real business, and you got to work it like an algorithm. You got to fucking do the things. You got to, like, I would never hang out. I'd do my job and leave. Like, I was doing that left at, uh, at Chocolate Sunday, and I've been mm-hmm. at Chocolate Sunday regularly for, God, like 10 years. Chocolate ago. Sunday is, is probably the, the biggest show in Los Angeles. It's, uh, it's, it's chocolate. They say Chocolate Sunday because it's mostly it's Yeah, yeah. Black it's people. probably the biggest urban comedy show in the country. Yeah, exactly. You know, in terms so, of promotion. And, and you've been on it forever now, and that's pretty sick, yeah. But, but like, someone told me, he said, mm-hmm. dude, it comes off a little bit racist because you come on stage, you do a lot of jokes that are racial, you, do, you make fun of black people and white people and everyone, and, go, and then you just leave. They always have an after party, and I would never go to the after party mm-hmm. because I was probably chasing posting. Of family. course, yeah. And... And they just said that comes off a certain way. And it was like, man, I didn't even think about that, dude. You know what I mean? And I think in general with comedy, the hang is such an important element of the game, just it to is. hang out with people and just glad hand and, and network. Because they're, they're comics, and I'm not going to name names, who are just viciously mediocre, mm-hmm. just very, very bad comics mm-hmm. who just have uh, attached themselves to the right per- people, worked hard enough, and now they have a name in comedy. Right. And I'm not hating on them. I'm just like, that is, like anything else, man, like work ethic is more important than natural talent. That is, it, it, like anything else, like you've nailed it. Like I do look at your career when I think of like the comics I've seen blow up in the last 10 years, 10, 15 years. And I think like, yeah, Bill, you know, it's funny that you're not more well-known for your comedy because you are a, an like, unbelievable murderer. I've seen you just murder the Laugh Factory where you get a, like a, a, an applause break, you know, multiple times because I've seen you perform so many times. Yeah. But uh, so can you like if you when you but you still do gigs like let me ask you about that because I don't really know much about how what that's like. But when you do, you do gigs in Reno, you do gigs in Vegas. How do those pay? What are they like? What do they require? Do you sell tickets out there? I guess the way I look at it, I kind of feel like I'm like the sixth man on a bench okay. of a basketball team mm-hmm. because they know they can count on me. You're going to kill. But they're like, we're not going to fucking start with you. Right. I <laughs> you see. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, So, like, if, if a lot of clubs are in a pinch, they substitute, and they'll call me in, because I'll do, I'll do fine. Right. Like, there's, not a, there's not a club do. in the world, literally, I mean this, I don't think there's a club in the world I will go to and just fucking eat a dick. Right. Um, in any country, anyway. And you're like, known like, for that by, by the bookers. <clears throat> by, so you've developed those relationships. But also, same times, the big question is, can you sell tickets? That's right. the number one question, if you right. can sell tickets. Right. The difference between any... but, but to, I mean, look, Reif, Matt Reif was my opener for, for years, for like yeah. three years. You guys don't know who Matt and, Reif is. He's maybe the biggest comic in the world right now. Yeah, he The is. biggest comic in the he world. He sells like Chappelle. Yeah, he sells like Chappelle. So, it's and, insane. And he... You know, and he was, your opener, he, was, yeah. he was a good opener and he was, he's, he's a funny guy. I'm not like knocking. He's not, he's a completely funny guy. Yeah. Um, but he has an ability to sell tickets now that supersedes any fucking level of comedy that you even need. Right. Like he, he can just kind of go up there and rest on his fame and charm and his talent that he already has his jokes right. and do that for 10 years. And he won't have to, he wouldn't have to like even change his material up that much. He wouldn't, you know? Yeah, no, so, um, so once you get that fucking zeitgeist of selling tickets, you can kind of like 
surf on it. Right. Like same thing with Theo Vaughn. You know what I mean? You can right. like Tiffany Hatch. You can just kind of surf on that. Like you don't have to necessarily be the most revolutionary, groundbreaking Louis C.K., Dave Chappelle comic of all time. Right. You know. And you can still get very wealthy. You told me that there's comics I've never heard of that make two million dollars a year. Oh yeah. I mean, I could. Jesus. I remember like. I mean, Joe Coy was making two million dollars a year ten years ago. Wow. Before and anyone no knew, one who, the even fuck knew he was, who he was, yeah. he was making two million. Because he a could year. sell what to the Filipinos or what was it? Joy he just, he just was like really good at. Uh, yeah, he was able to galvanize this this market, this Filipino market, which you and like same thing with Maz Zabrani. You know, Maz Zabrani. Of was course, no, I know Persian, he's big time, the Persian yeah. world too. And like, there are these weird pockets that people they want their hero, right? You know what I mean? And as a white man, you know, the white men that want a hero are usually people who are like watch Fox News, and I'm like, I don't know <laughs> if I want to be that fucking. Damn, if you leaned in, dude, to the red pill I've mode, thought about it. You would kill it. Dude, yeah. You're, oh, I've you're, thought you're about my it. white comic hero, man. Dude, you could I've fucking murder it. i about it, but I just, I just, I'm, at the end of the day, I want to be a corporate shell. I want to be a yeah. corporate shell. I want to suck Netflix dicks, and yeah. I want to fucking, like... <laughs> It pays well, though. I mean, the, the, you, you were telling me years ago they used to make, like, even on residuals, like, close to twenty, thirty thousand a year just on just mailbox money. Is it still... It's not like that roll, anymore. It's not like that anymore. Because all the Netflix stuff... I mean, you were on a big Netflix show. It was, like, number two or three. Mo. Mo well, was, like, number... It was in the top ten. It was in the top ten. And that was Manhunt. Manhunt, which was in, like, I think got up to three. That's but crazy. the residuals I got from that was like maybe a couple hundred dollars. That's crazy. Isn't that wild, dude? That is wild. But so with this SAG thing that's going on. There's a strike if people don't know. If yeah. people don't know, if you guys don't know, the Screen Actors Guild, which is the union for actors, is right now is on strike. I'm in it. So is Bill. We're technically, why are we on the picket we're, lines? We're fucking up, dude. I was just driving by just around on my way here and they're in front of Gower, the Gower Studios, I guess. Mm. And the guy had blown like, honk. Huh. And I'm looking, I'm going like, no. Nah. And I don't know why. I just was like, fuck you. I'm not going to honk. Dude. I guess what they think is if you honk, the executives in the building are going to hear you through their soundproof multimillionaire windows. Yeah. And be like, that. oh, that honk, that honk really got to me. Got to I'm going to change. I guess they think it's going to be disruptive enough to the, the execs that they're going to have to finally cave. But that's retarded. That yeah. would never happen. What, what do you think about this Andrew Schultz theory that I, I was like, wow, that is pretty accurate. He definitely has theories. He has theories. But yeah. this one was, this one, he thinks that they can't show the viewership. I mean, that's part of the whole thing. If, if you want to get paid for being in something, they have to tell you how many views it gets. Now, I, he thinks that they refuse to show what their, what their projects are getting, their views are, the projects are, because they're so low that then their stock price would just fucking plummet. Oh, interesting. And then if, in fact, showing the views is going to create less jobs because right now they have the money, they, they, can, they have the capability to just green light almost any project they want, right? But if they view, if they truly, like everyone truly knows what they're getting, what the views really are, then that could tank the I business guess. even more. But what's weird about that is every once in a while, Netflix will come forward and they'll say, this got this many views. Like the Chris Rock special, mm -hmm. I think the opening night, it got 70 million views. Wow. Which, by comparison, do you realize how, f do you realize 70 million views would basically break every box office record domestically? Oh, wow. No, that means like yeah, 70, be million, 70 million views times $10 a ticket, let's say. Oh, my say. God. Like, yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. No one no one sees 70, a movie 70 million times. Nope. 
Maybe so, it's the opposite. Maybe everything's getting more. That's views. what I'm thinking. I'm oh. thinking they have a lot of views, and they keep claiming like, guys, we're fucking. Oh, no, wow. we're bombing. Oh. We're dying here, guys. Right. Come on, don't be so greedy. Genius. That's Unrealistic. Smart. Right. And they're pretending like they're making no fucking money. No money at all. Because all like Disney, Netflix are like, oh, dude, we're down. We're not making nearly what we used to. No. Because I think they. It's like anything else. You want to you want to claim that your restaurant's losing money so you can get grants and fucking of course. tax breaks and all sorts of shit. Of I course. think that's what they're doing. Okay, well that that actually does make sense also. But yeah. now what do you? But it could is, work that way too. I don't what know. do you? Th- what the fuck's going to happen though? Like this is a big kind of problem, especially because I have a lot of Disney stock. So <laughs> do I need, you really? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I need it to go back up. It's way down this year, man. It's been fucked. Bob Iger's back though. He's going to fuck somebody. You know, I thought they were. I thought they were just fucking savages. You know what I mean? When I found out that Disney would remove the black people from the posters for their Chinese marketing, I was oh. like, that's the company I need. You know what I mean? But, but that is the con- this is what people got to realize, man. China Disney and Orlando Disney, it's the same fucking Disney. They only care about the money. And the only reason they're doing all their woke intersexual stuff is because up till now, they think it's going to generate money. Now, and- when it stopped, when it goes the opposite direction, when they start figuring out that the woke shit is not making them money, what's going to happen then? Well, here's the problem. And I don't know enough about this. So maybe we need like an expert to come and talk about this. Sure. But they have like... There's a certain, uh, fuck, I don't know what it is, some sort of uh, standard that mm-hmm. they have. And if you meet the standard, you're, you're, you get subsidies and you get tax breaks and you get grants mm-hmm. that involves diversity, inclusion, and all that. So even if they take a fucking hit sure. by just posting like a movie called like, hey, wake up, white people, why do you suck and kill black people on whim every day? <laughs> if that was the name of it and they just had like every fucking, everyone in a wheelchair and dicks and boobs, uh, and like a white guy tied up and beaten black and blue. Yeah. If, and if no one watched it, they're still getting fucking subsidies and grants for cr- having created that IP. Wow. See, I, did, I had no idea. Because there's some the massive, massive venture capitalist firms that are, that are beholden to the standard. I forget the fucking name of the standard, but it's something sort of like a blah, blah, blah quotient or something. And you got to meet this to get money from these giant venture capital firms. So so they're looking, I may be talking my ass so far, but I'm telling you, I heard That no, makes a lot true. of sense, man. So they they had their they just they're these massive corporations that have so much like, money. Uh BlackRock is one of them, really? Vanguard, I think I forget the name. So they're uh, running things and they and they have they have a nefarious Yeah, but also is it is it a dark kind of like reason oh. for doing this? Once you get in the, once you're talking about billionaires, man, you're there's there's once look, every billionaire utilizes slaves. Period, man. It's true. Whether it's slaves in Africa digging for cobalt or fucking sex slaves or slaves in China, Uyghurs in China, they are, they are utilizing slave labor. 100%. Every fucking billionaire. No. All these companies are using slave labor. I mean, what's, if you look at, it's a perfect example, everything that happens with Disney in China, the amount of, oh, we want to be, we want to show this, we want to show this and how much we care. And the minute China goes, no. Right. They, they go, fucking oh. kowtow. Yeah, hundred percent exactly. kowtow. It's fucking absurd. But also at the same time, like, do you realize how big a market China is? It's just it's fucking enormous. I mean, they, what, I mean, is it two billion people in China now? Is it? Is it I two think, billion already? Jesus I think so, Christ. man. I think they got to the two billion. But it's uh, wild, man. <laughs> it's fucking. I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm a little worried about like. I mean, you have a. I mean, I don't. Your daughter being like very liberal isn't like a big deal. But like, what if I had a son? You know, like my father. I'm so we're so Italian, South American. Like, what if my son is like fucking like a lib, dude? Well, here's here's the one. First of all, it's okay. My I have two brothers. One's super lib, 
one's the opposite. And they're both, oh, wow. like I said, they're both geniuses. Right. But one's super, one's a cop. Oh, shit. And, and one's a liberal arts professor in what? Minneapolis. That's they crazy. They couldn't be more fucking different. And they both went to Harvard, you said? or they? Or? Uh, one went to Harvard, one went to Cornell. They're both fucking wow. way smarter than me. Um, and they're a completely di- diametrically opposed on everything about that. And, and so Jim's kids all raised super fucking liberal. And if I say anything, if I say like retard, he's like, Ugh, you know. He really call you out. We, you see, see them like, oh my God, I can't believe Uncle Bill said retard. So you have this problem in LA too, probably, like I do. Like, do you every now and then say something that just makes everyone in the room cringe and you just have no idea? Yeah. It's happened to me so often, dude. Do, doing stand up or just in a. No, not not stand up as much because I'm performing mainly at Haha ha in front of a lot of Leo and Danny show fans. Come out. We got a show Wednesday, by the way. Danny's going to be there. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. So. Dude, but no, like, I'll just be at a party and I'll do, like, an impression of an Asian guy or something. And then it's <laughs> over. Dude, you know what I mean? Dude, look, well, I mean, well, let me tell you, the new Booker at the Laugh Factory. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. I do this bit about accents. It's a goofy fucking It's a bit. phenomenal bit. It's a goofy you do, bit. do a little bit of it. Well, you can. know, I just talk about how, like, to make, and this is actually kind of based on true story. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, when you think about accents, you have to make your, sh- your mouth shape a certain way. And I was like, hey, it's about how you relate to a dick. That's how you make sounds a lot of times. I said, like, if you want to New York and Boston, like, New York looks like you're sucking a dick. Boston <laughs> looks like you don't suck a dick. What are you fucking retarded? You fucking queer? <laughs> and, uh, and I had to learn a Boston accent for a TV show. And yeah. I remember I was like, one of the things you learn is you make it very lateral, make it fucking everything pull yeah, back yeah. like this. And New York is everything's like balled in and the fucking skyscraper. So you're like this. That's right. Trump always looks yeah, like you're sucking a dick. Yeah, Trump does. Um, so, so that was the first part. And then I said... Japanese versus Chinese. Hmm. I go, Chinese looks like it's giving a dick. Jap- uh, Japanese looks like it's giving a dick. Chinese looks like it's taking a dick. And I just do like the guttural Japanese. Yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's a silly fucking bit. Dude, we might, I might have to make you do a prank phone call today in one of those accents, dude. No, it's but it's silly. a silly bit, but it murders every time. The, I've the, seen the it book at the Laugh Factory told me that bit was problematic and not to do it in Hollywood anymore. What? And I want to say, you fucking dumb bitch. How long have I been in this business? What? I've never been told a bit is problematic, particularly a bit as dumb as that. Right. How many times do I say the word cunt in my act? And that's right. not a problem, but right. I do like a... That's a fucking problem, really? Unbelievable. Oh, God I damn I hope it. that, dude, the comedy clubs seem like the only place that you can kind of say anything, right? I mean, do you think? I mean, you've seen, uh, I've seen on your show, I pretty sure sure i've seen some n-bombs from uh dom herrera dom herrera definitely dropped n-bombs yeah. in the last four three years yeah I've, on stage yeah jay yeah. moore does n-bombs jay moore does yeah i've seen him louis do ck used to neil brennan used to i mean i, I think now it's kind of like it's only re- i feel like it's only been in the past like year or two. Oh, really really since blm where it became like you cannot say it no matter even if you have yeah. the best joke right because I used to feel the same way. I'm like, if the joke is good enough, it can justify any language. Mm. But now I would never fucking say it. You can't. It's just not worth the the, the backlash yeah. per se. God damn. But man, would, would it would be so great to be able to say it, wouldn't it? Someone wrote. It I saw just, the greatest tagline for any joke ever, right? I was like, yeah. yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, you're set. With the N word <laughs> would be on. I was like, believable, <laughs> dude. Yeah, and, and dude, but you do have the famous. I mean, I you've I guarantee you you have seen this bit probably. But Bill Dawes, you might recognize him from a video 
where he made a black man say the N-word, which is what we used to do with King Croc when he was here. We used to make him say it. I'd point over to him, and he knew that if I just pointed over to him, he would say it. But I got the idea from your skit, which was... Like you were getting shaken down for money by a dude, a black guy, and then you had your black friend with you, and then you you make him drop the n bomb anytime you would have in the sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it, how many? I mean, that shit went super viral. Yeah, it's it's weird, man. The way that went down because we sh- it was for the Chocolate Sunday Comedy Special. It was shot on Showtime, like 2013, 14, whatever. Damn, what a and, funny. And ass it was just bit. like a little <laughs> teeny bit we did. It felt like it went well, but I didn't think much about it. The crowd was dying. Dying. Then a year later. Um, I get a call. Someone goes, hey, dude, you should go on Facebook, see what's going on with this. And I go, what? And he sent me a link, and it was, it had the bar, how a white man says, and it wasn't N-word, it was to, right. to uh, a black man. That's a good way to fucking. Like, as bars. And it showed, and it showed just that bit. And uh, it, was a, it was a black DJ in Berlin who was posting it. What the fuck? I have no idea, but he saw it, I guess, on Showtime. <laughs> he Clipped it, he curated, put the title, what and he posted fuck? it. And it had 8 million views in four hours. Oh, shit. It was so I was like, up. what the fuck is happening? Damn. And I was like, what do I do? He's like, you got to do something. So I called uh, the Laugh Factory. I said, look, this is what's going on. Take the bit, steal his title. Yeah. Post the exact same thing. Yeah. And I told Cold Chocolate Sunday, I said, same thing. Steal it, post the exact same title, and you'll you'll catch the wave of the fucking viral. Yeah. But the weird thing about it is it keeps getting viral. Like every like four or five months, it gets viral again, and I never get credit. I wrote the fucking bet. Damn. I'm in the bet. Let's I watch it, dude. Might as well fucking give us some credit really? right here. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's an unbelievable bit. Why not? All do we right. need a bathroom break though? I'm good. We're good. All right, let's do it. Yeah, we can watch. What it. What would I look up? Like how yeah. a white man says the says. N-word. We do have a guest coming at any time. Right there. Oh, yeah. Check this out. Volume up. Make sure it's on the... uh... (laughs) Yo, what's up, kid? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, dude. I'm good. Yo, you got my money? Oh, sorry, bro. I had to buy a new pair of rocker bottom shoes. I'll get your money to you next week. Is that cool, dude? Hell no, that ain't cool, dude. Where my money? I need my money right now. You don't have to be talking to me like that, nigga. (laughs) Damn, that murder, dude. That woman's laughing. Yeah, yeah, it's such a loud laugh. (laughs) Hey, man. I don't know what's going on, but you need to have my money right now. Empty your pockets, get my money right now. Well, I thought we were cool. Why are you tripping? Nigga. <laughs> hey, dude, forget that. If you don't have my money right now, I'm gonna put three hot ones in you right now, dude. Where my money at? <laughs> now you threatening me? Nigga! Please. <laughs> Man, forget that, dude. You need to listen. Nigga. You'll get your money next week. Nigga. So quit acting like a bitch ass. Nigga. <laughs> Nigga. Thanks, man. You my. Nigga. <laughs> that is fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah, apparently someone got like uh, uh, Gary Owen thought I stole it from him or something. And 
I don't fucking know, dude. It was like, I, Pookie goes, here's a premise. You want to say N-word, but you can't, so you got a guy to say it for you. That's it. That's it. You can't now, sell premise. Why is, why is it that the comedy game, you know, and I've been doing, I've been in the, you know, the, the, the minor leagues here in L.A. for thir- four years, I would, so I'm a, I'm a rook. But it's like, why is it so much? Why is it like high school? Why does? Why do they? Why is, does it seem like it's like so not professional? But it is more. It's it is. like a bunch of children running things. Yeah, because it is. It's, in, it's inmates running the asylum with comedy. I don't, yeah, there's, there's people are just fucking nuts. There's no adults in the room ever at any comedy. I mean, when you when you go to a club, like I was just in Madison, Wisconsin, at a, a club called Comedy in State, and just the woman was like dressed up professionally everything was manicured everyone was wearing suits and ties and you're like yeah. oh so it can be it but can in be. general it's just like you have a bunch of weirdos who are right. running it a bunch of weirdos who are managing everyone is and comedy is always it's like the bottom of the totem pole of the entertainment industry like we're the butt boys of the entertainment industry right so at the end of the day there's some there's insecurity there mm-hmm. so everyone wants to elevate themselves and make them seem like they're the coolest person yeah what is that about comedy that it, it, it's the it's the butt boys like you said but then you also have like a Rogan and Chappelle who are like and then obviously Chris Rock who just sold fucking 70 million there you just yeah. got 70 million views so it's like you have the very top and then the very bottom. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's like the court jester, or you have or you have the uh, soothsayer. Like either uh, someone's a court jester, or they're like a prophet for the generation. Wow, you know what I mean? exactly, exactly. Like that's what Chappelle and Rogan have become. They've become this like they become like these mystical, philosophical lead, thought leaders in the right. world, which is very odd. Did you ever did you ever come across Rogan in your days? Never, it's so weird because I actually I rolled with him in jujitsu when I was brand new. Oh wow. He's strong, right? He's, He's strong as fuck, dude. I couldn't. I mean, I like to roll with him now. It'd be different, but like, yeah. you uh, are he, a black belt. I'm a black belt now. Yeah, black belt jujitsu. So it would be a good fight. Danny Mullen is a very good purple belt, but it would be a nice little fight. Yeah, I'd love to Danny, see it. I mean, but is, how, how much is he training? He's training three days a week. At, at, I can't good. say where, but yeah, he he trains. That's pretty uh, good. Yeah, right around town, right once around I, here. Once I got my black belt, I kind of like put put the foot off the pedal a little bit, so I have. <laughs> Because once you're black belt and you show up, all the blues and the purples want to fucking murder you. Oh, yeah. Like, if they, the, what a feather in their cap if they can tap you. If they you. can tap you. So it's, like, an annoying. And, and you're, uh, you're in good shape, but is it, like, what kind of rolling shape do you have to be in in order to really be ready to take down, like, to be, to be able to tap any purple belt? Like, what do you have to, how, how often do you have to be rolling? Oh, I don't think I could tap any purple belt. I think I'd have to, I think, I mean, honestly, I have, like, two or three, Submissions that are consistent, and if mm. you know how to defend it, then I'm fucking done. Really, but it's hard to defend. They're hard to defend. Yeah, and you can get them. Is it like a speed? Like if you get it at a certain in a certain timing, they don't have enough time to get out of it. Sort of. Well, too, part of it is as I'm I'm fucking fat. <laughs> uh, I'm like 200 pounds. So part of it is if I get someone, if I pass a guard, I'm in side control. Yeah, I have enough balance and awareness and fatness that I can just kind of smash them. So weight is huge for jujitsu. Oh, dude! I mean, it's funny because you have like the whole jujitsu thing. It's about technique. It's it's ch- it's physical chess. Mm. Then all the top top guys are juicing and HGH beyond fucking belief, yeah, it's dude. Fucking yeah, that's like Gordon strange. Ryan, who's the best in the world right now. Huh. And he yeah, finally came out. and He goes, "Yeah, I'm juicing. Everyone in this fucking game is juicing. Like, wow. quit. It's not illegal." Right, it's not against the law. So why the so fuck wouldn't you? You want to compete? You? No, of course. I mean, if that baseball's missing some juice, I think they might be starting to allow it again. It's slowly, oh really? Yeah, there's like a loosing this, the rules. This last year, a buddy of mine in the minor leagues said that they said they told them that they're only going to be testing 
for like marijuana in the miners. And like, I was like, why would what? they be testing for that? What? So they kind of like gave them the go, like less weed, more roids type, type thing. You uh, know, like, interesting. But yeah, the, that's what he told me. And then I think it's, I think that there was probably like a little article you could find somewhere if you look it up. But you know, they, they don't want to like put it blasted. But yeah, yeah, I think, I think they want, they want something to go on. It seems like the pitchers who are all throwing, like, it's so hard that I don't know. I think they've reached the peak of like, of, of what a human can do, how hard a human can throw a baseball. I it seems that, like they've, the technology, like the training for throwing in baseball has become so, so advanced that like guys are throwing so goddamn hard that the arms are just like shattering. So I don't know. It's like, it seems like it's just, there's probably performance enhancing drugs involved. I think that's why they say they don't like want steroids in baseball is that like it'll get like too dangerous for how fast they'd be able to throw. Yeah. I mean, fucking, I mean, it's already, you have less than one. It's it's point zero four of a second is what you have uh, to react. It's it's uh, it's like four tenths of a second. How many people died playing baseball? Um, it used to be a fairly not a fairly common occurrence, but it would be a couple a year from the the egg the bat being hit back to the pitcher because they would be like. Like right now in the big leagues, uh, the guy that hits, I think the hardest hit ball is like a, almost 120 miles an hour. If that were to get to hit, be hit right back to the pitcher and, and it hit him in a certain spot, he could die. There's been deaths like that. Yeah. And didn't your relationship with your dad die because of baseball? <laughs> I would say, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, you know it. No, it's like, it, I mean, I uh, he spent a lot of time with me playing and I think he would have liked it if I made it to the bigs. Yeah. Did know? it ever make you feel guilty for not? Not really, like, but Leo, you disappointed it, me, son. It was kind of like when I didn't, when I no longer, I was an extremely good baseball player, like even in college, like set records, whatever. But as soon as it seemed like he was like certain that I wasn't going to be a pro anymore, he kind of just like stopped coming to the game. So it wasn't like he directly said it. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to come and support you. And, you know, and then one day, like, hey, hey, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of like, it, it was weird. But, you know, it's. Baseball has given me so much that I it's hard for me to, to ever well, regret. Well, I mean, most people, they do a sport, and they don't get any level of success. Yeah. I mean, I was a soccer yeah. player, and it's not like I fucking was recruited for Would You played in college, though, right? I played my freshman year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. dope. Yeah. yeah. But I was, like, I was captain MVP, All-State, in mm. Virginia as a soccer player. So my point is, like, we all... We all 99% of everyone in entertainment is a failed athlete on some level. That's so true, man. You know? It, it, it gives you that, like, you know that you can kind of work hard at something that you're not good at and then become better than most. And yeah. It, and it's like you can do, if you can do that once, you can do it again. Yeah. That's kind of how I feel about it. So it gave me a lot, but also just direct, like, like I've landed in the first five years of my entertainment, like, when I got an agent, like, in 2010, I, the, fir the first like four things I landed were like national baseball commercials. So it really changed my life financially because mm -hmm. it put money in my pocket. Like I was, I had full-time jobs and then all of a sudden I had 25 extra G's to yeah, just put away. Great. Yeah. And it was nice. And I was able to like, honestly, kind of set myself up for success later in life by like just not spending a lot of money. But that was a big part of it was just landing these commercials. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it, it gave me direct kind of like, like, uh, you know, I would go, I, I don't, it was the only thing I was like landing at back in the day because it was the only thing I was confident going to. It was like, Oh, sure. be, I'm going to be a baseball player. Yeah. So what I did for my entire life, you know, yeah. now I finally have given, I've, I've stopped giving a fuck after the bachelorette when I got canceled, by the way, when I got canceled on the bachelorette, <laughs> this man, Bill Dodge wrote me a hell of a response letter that I never actually, 
actually ended really? up dropping. Yeah, but that was yeah, that would have been dope. I remember I, I wrote, have. but I don't remember. I don't remember exactly what I said. So yeah. in terms of, getting, I don't know if we if this has been like recapitulated on this podcast a yeah. billion times, but. Your cancellation with the hmm. batch, like you how, need my big. How dick. severe? Oh, you need my big. Dick. I wrote. What's I wrote, wrong with wanting some to, to, to big yeah, dick? I'll, I'll, I wrote. You need my big dick on Instagram, and that led to Leo accused of sexual harassment. Right? It was. It was. Oh they wanted a headline. God. Anyway, that was the extent of it. Was I? I had to resign from Waterworld, which was a really fun gig yeah. I had at Universal Studios. I mean, mainly it was. It was kind of. It wasn't that it was not helping me. You know, what's up, boys? We have our guests. But now today. you're no longer part yeah. of the Bachelor. But Nation. no, exactly. Now I'm no longer part of that. So the, there was definitely some opportunities that would have been cool. But honestly, it led me to this couch with Danny Mullen, and yeah. And now we're selling 200 tickets. You know what I mean? Which being canceled is bad. like the best way to get publicity these days. At least with honestly, comedy. yeah. Being canceled in comedy is a great way to get some publicity. What's yeah. up? Sit, sit down, boys. Danny Mullen's still on vacation, but. <laughs> We hey brought guys. in the reinforcements. Oh, shit. Christian, what's, going on? what's your name, my man? Julio. Julio and Caesar, of yeah. course. Yeah. They, are, they were in a video with us. Uh, we, we did a video with these boys, and uh, they all performed in it. Of course, Caesar is our favorite. Yeah, talk right into the mic in the front of it. Right here, right here. Yeah, like oh, okay, that. Okay, for sure, for sure. Well, what's up, guys? It's your boy Stutter on the beat here. <laughs> back again, back again. Caesar! <laughs> Caesar. <laughs> My man, uh, you know, I honestly, I feel like you should read the intro to the Leo and Danny show with the stutter and everything. You know what I mean? It should just be permanently. We should hear your voice. I'll be down. Now, let me ask you a question about the stutter. Yeah. yeah. What's up? Do you know how it started and does it get you pussy? <laughs> Probably uh, trauma. No, no, I'm just kidding. No. A little trauma, uh, which oh, is no. good. My, my cousin used to st- the other two and my dad, so I'm not too oh, sure. Oh, it's a genetic it, thing, yeah. I'm not too sure. I no, I could be. So, yeah. Now, does your dad still stutter? No, he sings a lot, so that's why. Now, I have a yeah. theory. When your mom was pregnant with you, did she use a vibrator? <laughs> because that's, <laughs> that's one theory about stuttering. <laughs> well, it's in Mexico, so I don't know if they have that technology. <laughs> Most likely did, though, but they're wild, though. There, CJ, you killed it. You killed it in the video, by the way. <laughs> so thank you, thank you for boys for being here. Uh, a big part of our um, fan base, Bill, is heavily Latino. Oh, really? Which I love. Yeah, and El, dude, well, because you're Latino. I'm Latino. Yeah, I'm, I am a Latino. You know, I'm Argentinian, Colombian. I speak Spanish. You know what I mean? So you know, I yeah, am Argentinians Latino. are Latino, but they're better, right? Yeah, that's Just right. A little, We're bit. a little whiter. Yeah, the whiter Latinos. <laughs> their Spanish is is beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. It sounds pretty good. I mean, we have like, it, I guess you, if you compare it to English, it'd be like the English, how yeah. people speak in Britain compared to here. And Argentines behave better because they learn from the Nazis, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> dude, boy, did they let a lot of Nazis in. Dude. They let so, they're like, oh, you're a Nazi? Ah, come on in. But they also let the Jews in and they also let like, uh, you know, basically everyone. They needed mm -hmm. people there. There's still barely any people. It's 40 million people. Really? In Argentina? In Argentina, yeah. Wow. They just I've developed been. If, we, if, we, if you go to Argentina, do people know you there? Are you like hmm. a local celeb in I wish, dude. But Argentina, they don't have that kind of like backing like any celebrity that's Argentinian. Kind of like like if you're Persian and you make, if you're on The Bachelorette, dude, like everybody's like, oh, yes, our boy, our boy. <laughs> yeah. But like fucking an Argentina, nah, bro, they're not giving us any, they're not giving us too much love. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I only, I see, no. Only Messi. Only oh, yeah, Lionel Messi. Messi, that's it. Leo Messi gets some <laughs> fucking <laughs> love. But he also... Who else? Ronaldinho. Well, the, Ronaldinho. He's, he's Brazilian. Oh, I get a moment. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, yeah. No, but if you're going to speak, dude, I think we got a third... No, we only two mics now? 
Austin? Now, if you're Lionel Messi, right? And now yeah, you're sure. playing with the Major League Soccer right. in Miami. Oh, yeah. You got this beautiful wife. Yeah. You got four kids. Like, yeah. my only question is, how are you, how are you getting strange on the side? Because he is. He is. Don't tell so? me that, he has to. Don't be, tell right? me that Lionel Messi is not fucking like, dude. I hope <laughs> that he is, bro. But the theory out there is that he is just like a a saint like character. Oh. That is what they say about this man. He is the most perfect human. I mean, almost some mm. say that he's autistic, which is me. No, that, the, the video. <laughs> you think he is the like slightly autistic. How can you tell he's Into autistic? The mic. Into the mic. Yeah, they, they have like on TikTok these like messy autistic moments. They do, bro. He has some really weird yeah. interview <laughs> moments. First of all, he's very well spoken. His Spanish is like it's perfect, but it's like a, you know he could be faking that or he could have practiced a lot. But he, he will have like some moments where he's like super like silent on a podcast. Or one time a guy that he it was like they were doing an interview like this and the guy got emotional. And then Messi was like in the next stratosphere <laughs> of awkward, bro. He was just like does not compute. Yeah, he oh, was just like wow. You know, like I wish really. I was autistic. Me too, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I feel Elon like Musk is and fucking all the winners. Zuckerberg is autistic. Okay, yep. I mean, all the people who are really killing it are, are fucking autistic. autistic. I mean, there are comics that are autistic that are fucking killing it right now. My Absolutely. Theory, I think it's some sort of like government, like conspiracy to like genetically mutate people to oh. be like the the next more advanced race. Oh. You okay. know, that's nah. that, to create super geniuses to fight against China. <laughs> I mean, look, it's like Stranger Things. I mean, <laughs> look, the, I think the rate of diagnosed autism in the country has shot up like something like three hundred percent or yeah. something in the past like couple of years. What do you think that is? It's like JFK I more, died. I think this is more entitled fucking Gen Z cunts <laughs> complaining to their therapist. I think that's what it is. I think I'm autistic because I can't date a guy. It's like okay, you're autistic. Take these meds. Here, take meds. More meds. What does it even hey, mean I'm, though to be autistic? Like I'm probably I'm probably autistic. I mean, I would think I'm autistic at some point. I can't I can't really you know dial in a lot of things in my life. You know what I mean? Would you do you think you're autistic, Caesar? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Times yes. Because of the the pens, the uh, the the, the ma, ma, arrow, wa, marijuana pens, mm-hmm. ah, th- 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 that helps too a little <laughs> bit. That helps too. You high right now, bro? Constantly, yes, <laughs> eh, somewhat, somewhat, not too much. So, so what is the the path to fixing the the Because a lot of people do fix their stutters, right? I've no, heard no. so many stories of a it lot. happening. My 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 dad always. Tells me to sing, sing, mm. yeah. And I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, okay, okay. No, no, I'll you gotta do it, bro. So when no, you no, sing, no, yeah. do you, did your stutter go away when you no, sing? Yeah, like I want to, yeah, yeah. What's on you? Want me to sing? All right, no, what I'm song? Let's <laughs> get him on a song. Despacito. No, I'll see you. No. I'm looking for yeah, the yeah. one. Despacito, dude. You want to do it now? Nah. Do Frank oh, no, Sinatra. Do you know? Do what? Do you know a song? Sing a song for us right now. This is your therapy. Fly me to the moon. Fly me to the moon. Wow, already. Let me play among the stars. Whoa, dude. Yeah, what the fuck, like, dude? It's just... Yeah. You're, wait, that was, what the fuck just happened, Billy? What? Whoa. Are you so, fucking with us right just, now? Yeah, are you? Nah, 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 nah bro. Nah, nah, I, 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 I have the worst time. <laughs> Fly with me. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Let's go get some pussy. Oh, dude. Yeah, hey, that's I how you need like, to talk to chicks, bro. Yeah, it's like you need to be singing the, the entire time. Just sing always. You know, okay, I, what about during sex? Yeah, during sex you can do it. You should be you able know, to now, start. Are you, are you like a smooth dirty talker? Like, do you like that dick? Or how does it work? Yeah, wait a second. How do you? No, for real, I'm asking. Have you ever had a moment where you're embarrassed during dirty talk sex-wise? No, no. I only had 
girlfriends so it's intimate oh okay. so it was intimate so they, they didn't but when you're that. being like hey babe i love you no yeah. stutter oh yeah no 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 not that much because i'm comfortable yeah oh around them yeah. i'm more more comfortable yeah, yeah. That stutter. are you ever having sex and you're about to come and your cum is a stutter so hold on get me i got Rokes stutters too, too. So that's your girl stutters too. No, no, mom, 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 stroking. Oh shit! That's oh my god, dude. That is a dirty joke. You sick son of a bitch. You sick? How dare you come on this podcast? So you boys, I mean, how long you guys known each other? Since I've known him since middle school, and then I've known Caesar since. Freshman year of high school. Who gets the most pussy? Yeah, who does get the most pussy? Fuck. Really? Oh, it's Poppy. Nah, big Poppy. 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 <laughs> big Poppy. Oh, the cuddly nah. teddy bear game. I get it. <laughs> Where did you guys grow up? Oh, uh, I grew up in Nuevo, California. Where is Nuevo? It's like, do you know where Paris is at? Paris, yeah, California? Paris, California. It's right, like, in front of Lake Paris. Oh, I thought you said huevo, which means <laughs> eggs, and you have a chicken on your hat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, huevo, dog. Fucking yeah, huevos, dog. <laughs> yeah. That's dope, man. So you guys are like, uh, what's your family, what do you, your family do? Do you guys like farmers? or? Uh, my dad's like... <laughs> It does no, it's a farm like community. It does, it's a farm community, bro. Yeah, I'm just, it's yeah, a, you know, you're Latinos sure. in a farm Absolutely. community. I'm just asking. Yeah, you know? um, no, my uh, my dad's a truck driver. Oh, dope. He's been a truck driver his whole life. So and you then, do that too now? Yeah, I'm doing that too now. You're a truck driver as well? Yeah, I just started. So are you guys also worried about AI, like, taking <laughs> over the truck? Why are you yeah. laughing? That's, that's a whole thing. I don't thing. know how that would work. Bro, AI could smoke your profession. Because aren't, aren't, like, self-driving trucks, isn't that the whole game that they're trying yeah. to do right that's, now? Elon said that that's the big difference between, like, him being super successful or... Or the stock price of Tesla going up is if he can really develop the self-driving for the semis. I mean, that is what America is kind of run on, though. People don't really realize it's truckers. Dude, man. truckers they fucking run America, country. bro. Yeah, and we treat them like shit. And tra- yeah, we treat them like shit and trains, bro. That's a good point, bro. Also, train season. Good point. Yeah. So yeah. what do you think about that? What do you how, are you guys? What's the innards of the industry? Is your father just like, hey, fuck that shit, dog. Fuck <laughs> Elon, dog. Nah, actually, but that sounds like a white guy when he talks English. It's <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. Yeah, I, but, I know. Yeah, I bet. I'm um, just fucking around. <laughs> so a, so a, your dad doesn't watch this and get pissed, bro? He's like, yeah, I don't even talk like that, man. Tell him I don't talk like that. From where? Nah, um, well, I don't think it would, I mean, possibly in the future it would be possible, but... Anytime soon, like 20 years from... No, I don't think so. You think 20 years. 20. You think it'll take 20 years for AI Yeah, because trucks. there's so many truck drivers, you know, and it's like reliability too because like yeah. now like you can't really overdo like... Because I'm local, mm. but like 50 state drivers, they can't really overdo their, their like schedule to drive. Oh. So it's like, oh, you could drive eight hours... Then you have to rest for a certain amount. Right. And it doesn't, like, let you turn the truck on, like... Wow. Have yeah. you ever gone to it's a stru- truck stop bathroom into a glory hole? <laughs> nah, fuck. I never... But you've I've heard of these. to the nice ones, never to, like, a dirty one. You, have you ever seen a glory hole in a, in a truck truck bathroom before? Nah. That is a known thing, that there are glory holes that you just stick your cock in, and you don't know what's going to happen there. But, no. like, there are truck stops. That's just, yeah. You know what? You have a lot of faith in humanity. If you're going to stick your dick oh in a hole God. and not know what's on the other side. <laughs> That's insane. Good for them. Honestly, yeah. You know what I mean? What they got are a lot of Like, who's on the here. other side of the glory hole? I would literally stick my dick in and have a gun pointing at the fucking wall. I'm like, yeah, you just better not kid. fucking chomp down. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> dude. Exactly. But no, uh, do you hear about guys getting, you know, the lot lizards? 
Is that a true thing? I mean, truckers, I feel like they get lonely on the road. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, what else? What are you going to do? I mean, you don't have the time to go to, you can't go to a Where bar. Where do you meet a girl as a trucker? Yeah. Well, no, yeah. If you're like, uh, like a 48 state truck driver, like where you go everywhere. Right. I mean, yeah, it's more common to see lot losers because when I would go with my dad when I was little, I would see some and my dad would just be like, nah, those are girls that you have to pay to fuck. Damn. Like, oh, oh, so lot, li- okay, so lot lizards are different than chuckle fuckers because chuckle fuckers will fuck you for free. For free, yeah. Oh, but lot fuck. lizards you have to pay for. That is, you know, he's a comedian, pretty no, big comedian, know. Bill Dawes, if you guys don't know, but he was on the pod before. But uh, that is one thing about the comedy Hopefully. game that is like a shocking kind of thing. It's like the amount of pussy that comedians get is like, Kind of, it's crazy, and, and it's a lot more than than they deserve. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and some of these comics, I mean, they look like something cat dragged in. Yeah, exactly. Show up with a supermodel, you're like, what the you're fuck? Like, what the fuck? First of all, you're not that funny. No, but um, yeah, I, I I never understood it. I think it's just like women want, you know, they want to laugh. They just they want to laugh. Yeah, because they can't make themselves laugh. Yeah, we so had we had a guy on the on the last pod, Zerka. He literally said. That that is one of the most important, if not the most important thing to get in girls is if you, the ability to make them laugh. Yeah, yeah. Shows intelligence. Yeah, it shows intelligence. That is true. It does. It does. Well, what's your favorite day to perform? Because I've seen you perform in a lot of other things. Yeah, he does perform all over. Probably high. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Have you performed high? I don't like marijuana. I've never been able to do it. I've experimented enough. Now, drinking is a performance enhancing. Yes. Absolutely. No questions asked. You always say that. Yeah. It's true. It it helps. It helps. Especially in the beginning. Drink or two, sure. Drink or two. Uh, Weed, yeah. Weed, you just forget what the fuck you're talking about a lot. Yeah. And I guess people can find that endearing. Yeah. I performed stone before. I was like, hey, what am I talking about? And they're like, ha you're stone. And if you say you're stone, people usually kind of go, oh. And they expect a stone set. Right, I see. But so you got to lean fun. into it, but it's you not. Just don't have, you don't have the control that you have. You have like an, uh, you memorize a lot of things. Like you have jokes that are like like long. It's like a monologue almost. You know what I mean? So those definitely I could see like yeah, being high. As, yeah. I mean, I will get high and write some. I'll write some shit. I'm like this shit's so fucking good. Mm. And I wake up. I'm like, I could never say this on stage because it's like way too long. Mm-hmm. And fucking anyway, that's not interesting. But go ahead. Back to pussy. So, back um, to, oh, yeah, back to no, the state, the state that I like performing. The most, I don't know, man. I was just in Madison, Wisconsin, at a place called Comedy and State. And there's something about these like Midwestern towns that love comedy because they're small. so happy to be like yeah, that is true. they don't have like a lot of nightclubs or a lot of events. They have like the comedy club. And everyone yeah. goes there for wow. my walks. And they all fucking like, oh, I mean, they're laughing at <laughs> It's almost sometimes like, have you ever been to the Ice House where you're like, I've heard. Stop. I've heard. It's yeah. not, shut up. Why is it that the Ice House, there's a place, it's in Pasadena, that they say every comic that goes there just fucking murders. They're like, I'm going to be the next Chris Rock. Yeah. Right. So what is it about the Ice House in Pasadena? Sometimes just, it's just like, well, first of all, Mexicans be laughing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Mexicans be laughing. Mexicans dude. be laughing, dog. Mexicans be laughing. And number two, uh, I just think that, well, I mean, like in general, we all know this. I mean, like Mexicans just, they find, because of like their circumstances, they find a way to be grateful and happy, like fucking anywhere. During the pandemic, man, when I was like, whatever, all the way, people were like, right. Everywhere I went, I was like, oh, I heard there's a free thing here. Mm -hmm. I heard there's a cool thing you do. Everyone, fucking nothing but Mexicans. Mexicans, bro. If, If there's a fun, free thing to do, Mexicans, Mexicans are going to be there first before. And when the, when the ocean was, was like the Dino flagellates with the fluorescent blue ocean was out there, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I heard about the, 
I went out there fucking picnic blankets, fucking Tahana music, just oh, yeah. hundreds of Mexicans checking it out. I was like, they fucking know everything. <laughs> hey, man, no matter what people say about Mexicans in L.A., they make this city so much oh better, my dude. God. They, they, the sushi joints, bro, they, they're not everything. one of them. They're not Asian guys the fucking one. chopping up your fish, dude. Yeah. It's a Mexican. I, uh, they I run mean, every kitchen. They're great cooks. God damn it. They I don't, don't complain. They don't complain, They work dude. their asses off. They work their asses off and don't Good complain, dude. God, man. Yeah, me and, we want to do an episode where we go and, like, do fruit picking with the Mexicans, me and Danny, like, all day, like, just in the Whoa. hot sun and really just go after it. Danny's going to have to tap out soon unless he has, like, a fucking no. oh, yeah. safari hat with the fucking flaps on the back. Or oh, something. he would, dude. He would tap out pretty soon for I, sure. I, I used to... Whoa, Used to work at a sushi spot. And him. And everybody would fucking drink. Really? Bud Light. Oh, they were drinking. They were drinking during their. Okay. Did you say Bud Light? Yeah. Bud Light. So they were gay. time. Yes, yeah. Fucking What a bunch of homos, huh? No, 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 no. No, no. Listen, I want you to try something now. This is going to be an experiment. You were trying to say. They would they would drink at work, right? So try to so, so go. They would yeah, drink sing it. at work. They work. would drink at work. Damn, all bro. the time. Dude, this is how you should Plus only tell. No. So <laughs> Plus weird. you, dude, you gotta only say, dude. This is weird. I wonder if there's a way you could like fuse it so you don't necessarily sing, but you kind of sing a little bit. So it's like you can kind of like split the difference. Yeah, exactly. Split the difference <laughs> right in the middle. That sweet spot. Sing it, sing it, sing it, sing it, sing it, 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 baby. Whenever I'm alone, I don't stutter for some reason. So I'm not too sure if it's it's like a ment. It is a mental thing. It'll eventually, and you'll eventually get over it. Barrier. Yeah, yeah. It's good that it's because you're nervous. You get nervous about like like social interactions. It makes you, gives you anxiety a little bit. Just a teeny bit. Sometimes I I know a lot more, more like, anxious people mm-hmm. i'm like you, you you don't have anything to like worry about so mm-hmm. i'm like what the hell hmm. well, what, what about you guys have seen i mean you've grew you've been you've known him since you were he was a freshman in high school you guys are out of high school now right you're like yeah. 20 how old are you 21 22 20. so what do you see about do you ever see it kind of dissipate do you ever see the uh the the stutter go what about away? when you're drunk or high oh worse or better yeah actually when he's like crossfitted like drunk uh-huh yeah, he he stutters, but like you know what he's saying, like he does it faster. He just speaks kind of faster. faster. Yeah. Okay. How but about when, when I met him, he cocaine. didn't stutter. I mean, he didn't stutter as hard. I did it once, and it was I didn't like it. You like the cocaine? Like, yeah, okay. nah, nah, How about black tar heroin? Oh, That's hard to get. I, be, I heard that that's impossible to get now, dude. I would love just to experiment with all sorts of drugs on you, just to see what would work. Yeah, one know? of them would work. Xanax, um, a dude? Lab rat? No. I- <laughs> that was good, dude. That was good. But uh, on the Zan, probably on the bar. On the bar, the Zans, you would kind of... Just be on autopilot. Yeah, you know, and then you could talk perfectly. That's cool, though. But it hasn't stopped you from getting some chicks, though, right? I mean, no, no, good-looking like, guy. Yeah, he's he's a good braces. Guy. Yeah, the braces are dope, dude. I no, mean, you I probably love the parents like care about you. No, I, I think I love uh, braces are always a good look. I think that you get more pussy with oh, braces. Oh, well, I want to this little. I want to protect him. To, it's got a nice head of hair. His exactly. little stutter. Yeah, it's a little stutter. I'll fix him through his dick. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Sing well, it, baby boy. Once I started 
War Urkin, it helped a lot more. Yeah. Because I think it's really. I'm just. Get, I'm getting. It's the W that's the problem. It is. Yeah, it seems the, like I think the w. it's the W. The W and the C sometimes. Oh, the wow. C's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Interesting. Say cat in the hat. Cat in the hat. Damn. Yeah. See, like if you tell me something, I always say. You could say it back pretty easily. I'm not too sure why. I'm just. You know what? You know this is what sounds like to me. It sounds like. Like, you could probably, if you recited a passage from no, a book, that, yeah. you could do it without stuttering. Yes. But when you have to create the language and find the language, then the stutter happens. I am bilingual, too, so oh, okay. I, I'm not too sure if that... That could help. That could probably up. make it probably yeah. even more com- complex. My nephew, he's like six. Mm-hmm. And I, I could tell like he's starting to stutter. Oh, wow. I'm like, what the hell? Huh. Like, it's interesting. Do you I, stutter more in Spanish or in English? Uh, Spanish, Spanish. You sp- stutter yeah. even more in Spanish. Oh, kind interesting. Of, yeah, because yeah. I, uh, you don't really talk Spanish outside of my 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 home. So yeah. Caesar, where are you working now? Oh, um, I am my on. Amazon, Amazon, you yes, told me during the show. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, cool. Do, do you ever have people that are like mean to you and bully you as an adult? Or is it like. Oh, HR? HR? Your stutter? Oh, you send them to just HR. Tell them. Yeah, you but, got it. Nah, nah. Yeah, I, I have like sort of a disability. Ability. Um, mm-hmm. Priorities? No, or, or, or no, yeah, I think so. Dope. Yeah. Right, that's I good. Got, got, oh, wait, uh, you get a check from the government every, every no, month? No, no, no. Uh, that would be oh, nice. No, 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 no. You get, can you get handicap parking? Could you be in character as a guy that stutters for years to get a check every month? I would. Fuck yeah. Easily. No. Wait, can you get handicap parking? <laughs> yeah, can you? No, no. Yes, you probably can. You should probably. be able to. Go to the DMV <laughs> and just talk to them. I think a stutter should, yeah, you should be able to park at the front if you have a stutter. Because, like, what if you have to talk to people on the way to the store? And then all of a sudden you're in a bad mental state, dude. Crazy. Yeah. I think you could probably. We should. We should pass into this. Yeah. Yeah. People (laughs) with a stutter should have the the placard. Because you know what? People get handicap parking for having for having to shit too much. Exactly. People get it for IBS and Crohn's disease because they're like, hey, I got to shit. I got to pull over right away. (laughs) Yeah. Like here you go. Yeah. Exactly. Seriously, that's the thing. That is one of them. Stutter. Like yeah. yeah, Stutter. Maybe it's the same thing, dude. It's the same as IBS, pretty much. Caesar, yeah. so wait, have you ever been bullied though in school at all? Like, and nobody was ever uh, like, hey, hey, spit it out, you little fucking. In middle school. Middle school? Yeah. Yeah. But then after that, I just started like working yeah. out. So yeah. And also his generation, to. like, they're yeah. like a nicer and generation. Oh, nicer. boy, are they yeah. nice. Oh, imagine if it was. Oh, Pre- if it's my generation, Bill Dunn, killed yourself, Pre- dude. <laughs> Bill, what would they have? What, dude? In your generation, was way worse than mine. I mean, you're ten, yeah, ten years older than me. How old are you? Let's say, yeah, let's say, but early yeah. to late forties. Yeah, early. So your generation was evil, but then the one before that was even worse. Like my dad's generation, bro. That would have been fucking scary, Caesar. They would have been talking mad shit. He, he's from New York, New, yeah. New York. Mm-hmm. yeah, bro. In in the, the yeah, in the seventies, bro. Like sixty, late sixties, early seventies, New York. Yes. The, the kids were fucking evil, man. I I heard heard 
that in the eight evil times, they would cut off the tongues of the people who stuttered. That's fucked up, dude. I mean, it is a solution to a problem. Yeah, that's one solution. Just do our language. Dude, oh, well, you wouldn't have to listen to them stutter anymore. So <laughs> you know, I think we, should, we we're going to fix your stutter. We're going to use the white people internet mm-hmm. and find out all the tricks to to, to fix stutter. Because I think there, I think at this point, I think there gotta be all sorts of ways. Dude, there has to, man. There Maybe has a lobotomy. To. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Honestly, there, there's probably a surgery. They would just like it would be just a little like an open brain surgery. They would just do one little thing, and then you'd be normal. Elon. Elon he, with he the Neuralink. How's the chip? Yeah, no. Would you get yeah, the Neuralink? Help. No, 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 no. I feel like it's going to be too expensive at the beginning. But I, maybe you could get one Yeah, of but those it's th- California. You'll get a grant as yeah. a Mexican. He'll <laughs> get a grant as a Mexican. I was going to say, affirmative action. You could get the Neuralink. Imagine Caesar all of a sudden's like, I don't smoke weed anymore. And I am just like, he's like a Pulitzer Prize winning author with the Neuralink. <laughs> yeah. That could probably happen. That, I, oh, they're I, real. La, la. I like to uh, I film and stuff. Hell yeah. yeah. You, you want to be a filmmaker? Uh, no, I, I, yeah, yeah. That That'd be dope, be bro. You did keep the stutter. Wouldn't like a director with a stutter would be kind of like artsy. I feel like <laughs> actors would love that shit, dude. <laughs> Shh. Um, imagine a Christian Bell. Mm-hmm. Who happened the rage? Yeah, dude. When he yelled, but stuttering. Oh, you know yeah. that, dude. <laughs> that was a, a, a rant for the ages, huh, Bill? That what was the cr- fuck are you doing back there fixing the lights? Yeah, it's my close-up, motherfucker. Yeah, dude. I don't go over to you. <laughs> that was crazy, man. I agree with him. I agree with him too. Fuck that, dude. If you're yeah. doing a close-up for and a film a where you're the movie. lead, yeah, you're a huge you're number movie. one on the call sheet. Yeah, in your goofy bullshit Terminator <laughs> outfit, <laughs> right? And there's some fucking Salvation. fat dude with white hair in the back tinker with your lights. Come on, bro! Man. I would lose my fucking shit. Yeah, dude. Especially you've been like, it's like a hard, like difficult line that you need. It was like a key moment in the film too, and it was a terrible film. But he, it was still a great performance. So, <laughs> and by he's him. Commi- look, man. The deal, deal is, if you really commit to something and you want to do your best, you're gonna be. A, you got to be an asshole sometimes, dude. You, you got to be all the fucking. Russell Crowe, Christian Bale, you hear stories that they're fucking assholes because they want to do the fuck. Even the Tom Cruise thing with the COVID thing. I don't know if you saw that. That was a crazy rant, too. Again, I agree. But I agree. Yeah, he was trying to keep working. It's a $300 million production. Right. And if they shut down, they lose like so many fucking millions of dollars. So many jobs. Yeah, man. Yeah, because some fucking assholes are just fucking gossiping about what chick they want to fuck on the staff. Exactly. No, it's bullshit. Now, out to Scientology. There is a Scientology castle in in Hammett. Hammett, yeah. Well, you guys are at? Yeah. I, mean, I know Hammett, dude. Sketchy. You know that's Rat Dick Ralph's dad lives in Hammett, oh. right? <laughs> yeah. We got to go see What's him one Hammett? day. Hammett is like in... It's a place? Yeah, it's a place. Uh, in here? It's, in right here? it's east, right? Fracktown, yeah. It, it, it's, it's a little it, crack town is exactly like, right. I think to... San Diego. Have I been there? Yeah. San Diego. So yeah, it's like it's on the way. If it's if it's a town that I've never heard of, it means it's Mexicans live there. <laughs> no, <laughs> a lot of Mexicans. Yeah. Do you have any Native American people. blood? Do you have any Native no. American? No. Um, God, damn. damn, you need Maybe some, bro. You can Mexico. get mad even more grants. So much money, dude. No, seriously, dude. You get so much money if you're Native American. Yeah. 
No, just I know it's, it's 23 and me. I'll dude, pay for your 23 and me. Yeah, and then we'll take a percentage of that yeah. Native American money. You know, yeah. for real, like you could be sitting pretty. You could be Native American, dog. I, uh, Have you looked? Have you even tr- looked into your heritage, no. dude? You got it. I'm Mexican as fuck. So yeah. Well, yeah, yeah but Mexicans be, are like one generation removed from Native American anyway. You could be. It could be very close. Julio, how long? So wait, how long have you known Caesar? After high school. All right. So recently. Yeah, like what, four years ago now? So four years. So yeah, you guys yeah. go out? Are you guys like a little fucking three-way <laughs> three amigos? Some pussy? Yeah, you guys three amigos? You guys look at going out there chasing some pussy together? Um, no, we used to have, we have more homies, but yeah. they're not here. But. They're so what do you working. do, Julio? I work in sales. You work in sales? He's got Very a good voice. Nice. I like his voice. Yeah, I like nice, it too. Smooth voice. Yeah. What do you do in sales? What kind of sales? Car sales. Fuck yeah, yeah. dude. What, what, uh, what cars? Uh, like, Nissan's. Nissan's. Yeah. Damn. What's your biggest Who sale? Buys Nissan's. <laughs> I bought an Altima. No one. I bought an Altima. Asians? Is it Asians that buy Nissan's now? No. Oh. Well, they're, it's, it's a good car, though. Would you say it's a good car? Some of them? Um, no. Mm. no. Really? <laughs> no. Well, fuck you. I bought an Altima and I had <laughs> okay, it for 10 that, years. That was a good time to buy an Altima. Yeah. Uh, 10 yeah. Years, I, had it, I bought it in 2011. Not, exactly. And I had it all the time. Okay, like, so sell us, sell us a Nissan right now. Give yeah, us I'm going to go. I'll be, I'll be the, uh, I'm going to be the guy coming in. Oh, I think I'm going to be black today. <laughs> <laughs> yo, what up? And, uh, yo, what up? Uh, yeah, man, I'm looking to buy a car and shit. What's up? Cool, man. What are you looking to get into? I don't know, man. Give me some ideas. For sure. What are you driving right now? Uh, Cadillac. A Cadillac? Yeah. Well, what kind of SUV? It's, Coupe? A, it's an Escalade. Oh, it's an Escalade. It's yeah. a big one. Okay. Yeah. So the closest thing I got to that, and it's actually be a lot better. What year is it? It's a 2020. Oh, it's a 2020? Yeah, I stole that motherfucker. Nah, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. For sure. So yeah, um, the only thing I have on part of that is going to be the Armada, the Nissan Armada. Well, how many, uh, what's got the horsepower on that bad Horse- boy? Horsepower's got 388. It's got a V8 in there. So That's I mean, fat. perfect What about you. the gas mileage and shit? Gas mileage, I mean, you're getting about, it's better than Escalade, I'll tell you that. It's, you're getting about 15 miles. 15 miles to the guy. All right, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm trying to downsize, man. You know, I'm tired. Of, yeah, man, I'm tired of the gas prices and shit. I Definitely. can't afford that shit. You know, let me get you the most bang for your buck right here. Yeah, what you think? Let me What's show you the Nissan Sentra. Let okay. me show you the Nissan Sentra. All right, what do we get? What's the gas mileage on that bad boy? That one gets about 33 to 40 miles to the gallon. All right, all right. What the horsepower on that bad boy? That one has about 124. Well, I ain't no bitch. What the fuck <laughs> you thinking? I ain't going to drive around a car that's meant for, for bitches. 125? Motherfucker, my dick got more horsepower than that. <laughs> Shit, what else we got? Can uh, we get that shit turbo? Yeah, turbo. Anything. All right, well, how many horsepower when you get turbo on that motherfucker? Um, make it however much you want. Really? Yep, to the moon. Stop. What do you mean, man? I could get turbo on the Sentra and get, get to like 400 horsepower? Yeah, 400 horsepower all day. No way, for real, dude? I'll go buy a Sentra right now. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You probably have to do a whole bunch of different stuff, too. Nah, I'd be like... You know what right. I learned from that? I learned... <clears throat> I'm never going to buy a Nissan. No. <laughs> yeah. Good man. Yeah. So the so it is. Well, look, I be my Ultima had electrical problems, but I never left me anywhere, and it turned on every single time until yeah. 147,000 miles, and then oh yeah, you I sold they it. They just have like the you know I mean you probably heard the transmission problems. That's realistic. Yeah, the yeah. transmission. Other than that, because they, they were hot problems. for a while. I remember oh, yeah. there was time in Nissan. They were the hot. Nissan, yeah. Wasn't like the Nissan 280ZX and shit like oh, that. Oh, those are back in the day. Yeah. yeah the, the they still, do they still have the superpower? The supercar? Yeah, they got the GTR and the the new Fair Lady Z. How many? How many? How much are those? They there's something called um, market adjustment, which is mm-hmm. when you got to like you know they overprice it on the sticker. We just sold one like fifteen grand over sticker. So instead Whoa, of it being like geez. fifty-five thousand, it was like eighty thousand dollar car. Damn. Yeah. Wow. So uh, what is the biggest sale you ever made on the lot? Um, at Nissan, probably an Armada. <laughs> nice, dude. It was like yeah. fifty. How much are the Armadas? Um, this seven thousand dollar machine. Seventy thousand. Yeah. So well, people after are, you know. You Damn. know, 
Damn, people usual are dealer buying, You have seventy thousand dollars. You're going to buy a Nissan, a Nissan Armada. Armada? <laughs> what is wrong with that person? They they went to go look at. They're like, uh, they oh, I saw the Chevy Tahoe. I'm like a Tahoe, and they're like the Escalade. I'm like the Escalade. I'm like, you think those are any better? I mean, it's my job what? to sell, so I'm yeah, like, of course. Hey, yeah, those are you know, those aren't really that good. <laughs> but the Fine. truth wow. is, maybe maybe the Nissans are better because they don't have the brand name recognition, mm-hmm. so they can kind of like make their product better just to kind of keep up with them. You, know you would I mean? think so. Now, what is there any reason to buy a Nissan Armada over an Escalade when you have seventy grand or a Tesla for God's sakes? Um, I don't know if Tesla makes a car that big. Oh, they, uh, they actually do. do. Yeah, yeah, it has, the, it has their row seating. Yeah, yeah, they have yeah, the model X and stuff. Yeah. They have electric yeah. Nissans. Yeah, the flagship model, the Aria, which is brand new, I think came out just last year, and then the Nissan Leaf. That one used to be a hybrid, now it's a fully electric vehicle. But you can't give us a deal working at <laughs> Nissan, can you? I mean, it's not like you can give us like a better oh, deal yeah, than some Yeah, yeah, I can street. give you guys a better deal. Be like, look, these are my homies, you know, hook you guys up. We get it for invoice, which is um, different, but we'll get it to you for like what, MSRP. How what's we can get what's invoice? invoice? So invoice is what you buy it from basically Nissan. You buy the car for, for invoice, and then MSRP is what the dealership yeah. has it at, plus all the dealer add-ons. What's the make. difference between invoice and MSRP? On yeah. Nissan, literally, the Aria is a $40. Literally, Nissan makes fo- the Nissan dealership makes $40 off of it. Holy shit. It's literally, no- yeah, Nissan is like, it's, they need to revamp the whole company, basically. So I remember, dude, the one thing that I thought was shocking when I had my Nissan is the service was so cheap, dude. I got like $20 oil changes for yeah. years. Yeah, no, that, that literally that makes sense. And then really? when you buy a car, you yeah, get like- it's really cheap. You get like two years of free oil service, oil, oil yeah. changes, tire rotation, oh. all that stuff. Yeah. So there are there are reasons to get. Yeah. This is interesting reasons. though. So I mean, what's like an average month? I mean, what's an average week that you're making? How much are you making at Nissan? Like, do you it's like what's a good day? Maybe. Um, you sell two, three cars. Mm-hmm. How much you make per car nowadays? Like? So how my pay plan works at Nissan? Um, you have to hit eleven cars and then you start making money. Gotcha. I used to work used cars. That's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Um, at Nissan, if you make if you hit eleven cars. You're probably making like in a month, right? Yeah, if you mm-hmm. if you fit eleven cars, which is like the, the minimum quota, you're not really making that much, like four or five grand. Okay. Yeah, if you want to make real money, That's you hit fifteen, eighteen. You're making ten, fifteen. Uh, last month, one of our guys hit twenty Gs. Wow. So it's still a good yeah. job. Like I say, car sales is still. I always tell people like any kid that I know that like is a young kid that wants to like try to do something. I tell them like getting into sales is kind of like the mm-hmm. way to go. I mean, if what you do can you think? sell a car? You can sell yourself. Any. You can sell anything. Yeah. yeah. I could probably sell a car. No, Dude, no, Caesar, no, you should, <laughs> I put you, I, I mean, I continue giving you opportunities to talk because I think yeah. that it's helping with the speech impediment every time. I think it's helping with the stutter. No, I, uh, I'm, getting more comfortable you are you are i mean you killed it in the video dude now you're you're on a huge pod now with this stuff so i mean you know you're brave dog big time big time that's right bro we're big time, we're big time. wait the big times dude we've had some oh, yeah we've done this time. so we got a flat screen tv no, yeah. look at that but uh, but no that's cool so once you get so you can still make some real money in car sales yeah it's um i'm not gonna lie um since interest rates are going up you're not really getting that many. I mean, it's... Yeah, the sale... It's hard to sell cars. Yeah, it's yeah. incredibly difficult to sell. Well, how many did you sell last month? Last Oh, so last month, um, I got there late, and I only sold uh, about two and a half cars. You piece of shit. Yeah, yeah now I'm not going to lie. Fuck. Used cars, I was a completely different story. It was way better. Okay, do you know how... To, okay, I have, an, I have an Audi A5 2015 convertible. Okay. Which Beautiful. is a great midlife crisis car. <laughs> but, <laughs> but now that I have a two-year-old daughter, I want to <laughs> get rid of it. Okay. But... What, what would you think that type of car would run? Do you have an idea? Like, if you trade it in or sell it? I want to sell it. 
Uh, like to collector, would there be something yeah. like I want a, a 2015 Audi A5 uh, convertible? To be honest, your best bet, you want quick cash right away, go to CarMax. They overpay for cars all the time. Really? How they work is um, they get in cars quick, they sell cars for cheap, so they get them out quick. It's, um, I forgot what it's called. That's how it used to be a used car dealership. So you'd, you'd buy cars for cheap and we'd sell them for cheap. So it was like in and out, in and out. CarMax, all right. So CarMax, they pay the most top dollar for all the vehicles and stuff. Every time we get someone that tries to trade in their car with us, they don't like what we give them. We're like, go to CarMax. Go to CarMax. Really? Mm-hmm. It, it, legit. So you just, you, they'll buy any car, basically. Oh, yeah. They'll buy anything. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it'll go to wholesale. It'll go, they'll keep Mercedes, it. Mercedes, high end, everything. Oh, yeah, they'll buy everything. By the way, oh. here's a great business plan. If it, and I, I can't do it. I'm, 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 I've aged out of this business. <laughs> But I used to make some money on this, and it's not fraud, <laughs> legally. <laughs> if you get in a car wreck, right, and you have insurance, and let's say it's not your fault or it's 50-50, where the fuck it is, mm-hmm. the rule in California is that wherever you take the car to get fixed, um, they'll give you an estimate that works with your insurance company, but you don't have to go to that place. So I'll go to a place that works with my insurance company, and they'll say, okay, we'll fix it for, for four grand. I'm like, cool. And I call my insurance company and go, yeah, they said four grand. I'm not going to use them. They wire four grand to my account. I go to Mexico. Yes. I go to yes. Tijuana, <laughs> a place called Miley, right downtown. I go right there. I'm like, hey, papi. And they spend, I, I hire a dude for $100 for the day. He drives me around. We go to Ensenada. We go to nice. Rosarita. We go to the beaches. He gets beautiful, me fucking coconut. I'm up there right. fucking honey. Loving life. Dune buggy, surfing. Right. Just for the day. I come back five o'clock. My car's ready. Wow. It would have taken, it would have, I would have, that money would have been completely pocketed because I would spend it on that company. Yeah, of course. And I would have, it would have taken two weeks. Yes. Did it come back good? One day and I'm pocketing. I'm pocketing $3,500. Did it come back good or was it Mickey Mouse? Oh, no, it's great, man. <laughs> did a good the, job? The body, the body work they do uh, is great. Because I used to be auto body tech, too, for like four years. Auto oh, really? body, though, but how can they really fuck up the auto body There's that much? There's a lot much? of stuff. Paint, you could fucking... Like, it'll start... No, they're great. This place I go to is great. I've literally done it like six times. I used to, Every time I would get hit by a car, I'd be like, yes! Cash. Insurance. No, it's true. I mean, you got to be able to. And LA kind of. Would you agree that LA kind of makes you start like figuring out like survival techniques? Where it's 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 a lot of. I call it Armenian tactics. You know what I mean? You got to figure out ways to kind of survive. Like I didn't have health insurance for a long time, but then I, I the uh, Obamacare was honor system. So when I had I had Obamacare like every year that it was in existence, I would just write like, oh, I don't have any money, you know. I'd have pretty solid health. As long concept. as you're being honest with us, we're okay with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The honor system. But no, you got to, that's cool though. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for your sales future, man. Do you want to continue doing it? I mean, cars specifically or? Um, so actually I started um, a side business on the side. I do um, social media uh, management. Dope. Uh, it's an agency, so I do that pretty much. That, All right, so you work for an agency? No, no, no. I am the agency. Dope, dope. Yeah. And social media management, are we talking only fans, girls? So that's what I'm trying to get into. <laughs> oh, I was, was going to wow. talk you. Wanna, you want to so, be a pimp. He wants to be a pimp. I want to make money. That's a big difference. Well, I have a buddy. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you what my buddy used to do. I'm going to tell Bill Dawes because he's going to be shocked at modern-day careers. But one of my buddies would manage one of these only fans, girls. So it was like a 19-year-old. And that's the real the market that kills is like 18 to 21 because you went, yeah, the fifty-year-old weird yeah. fat guys all over the nation. You know what they're doing. My so, so that market kills. So what he would do is, 
would manage. And what managing entails for an OnlyFans girl is getting on in their DMs and receiving the dick pics and rating them. That's a huge part. Yeah, and then he would make he would make ten percent of what she was making, and uh, bitch was making one hundred and twenty k. So this guy was making twelve grand a month rating dick pics. Spilled well, us. Imagine doing that. Rating that dick pics. Rating, rating dick pics. Yes. As the girl. So that is as the girl, <laughs> right? So you can either. There's girls that, that get gay guys to do this. Wait, if wait, you're who, a gay guy. Hold, hold on. Uh, but, yep. Who's paying them to write the dick pics? Many a man, dude. Mm -hmm. So why you just say, why you just go 10, 10, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10 for yeah, all these that's men? That's what you would do. So they give you yeah, fucking good That's what you would do. Some people with like big dicks want to be said, oh, it's small, it's tiny, it's a one. <laughs> that's true, yeah. They're, it's into like different, they're into different shit. Yeah. So we had this other girl, we had this, this, uh, this other girl who said on the couch that she likes to do them because she gets lifelong customers. She sends voice notes like, oh, well, this is good with it and blah, 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 blah. Oh, man. So yeah, that is a huge market. Like these bitches are making money. Yo, man. But That's you, why feminism is fucking bullshit. Let me tell you something. Because you, uh, hear, you hear about FinDom. You know what a FinDom is? Oh, yeah. Well, you they explain make so it, much I money. I cannot believe this FinDom shit. FinDom, they, they basically talk shit to you and make and bully you into giving them mm -hmm. money and the more... Their paycheck, basically. Their paycheck, right? right? So there's guys that get off on basically going into financial ruin. One of the guys on my pay, my own <laughs> Patreon, my own Patreon, he was give, asking me for help for that. He paid me to try to get to help him with that. He's and then like, you became his FinDom. And in a way, I was his <laughs> FinDom, exactly. I was like, well, give me some of that cash. But yeah, hey, these men, they get these massive paychecks. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't deserve that paycheck, you piece of shit with your little dick. Right. You should give me 90% of it right now or you're a fucking loser. Right. Okay, you're right. Yeah. It's crazy it. that that exists and I'm worried about those men. But <laughs> you want to go into, you want to stop selling cars and start rating cocks. Is what you're <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not necessarily like that, but if it makes money, it makes money, you know. It's, it's yeah. That can't be the only fucking rule. No, 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 okay? it's not. He it's wants not. to bang don't, don't get the chick. Do you want to bang the chick? I mean, they the like four-year-old no, girls too. About that. He want to bang the chicks? No, I don't even I mean, care about I, that. I think Jacob's probably banged a couple of the chicks too. I mean, if, it, if it's Parks, then it's Parks. Well, he hated doing it, though. He didn't... It, it started getting pretty fucking gnarly when the guy... There's creepy dudes out there, dude. Mm -hmm. and, you gotta uh, have protection on you, though. Yeah, but I would say, I mean, if you... So you want to get into... OnlyFans girl manage so, management? I mean, it could be anything. I'm trying to find a niche right now, but I know OnlyFans is huge. Well, this like, is how you do it. I mean, I know that the formula is it's just you find a girl. That's the hardest part. But you might be able to find like a hot Latina where you guys are at, dog. I mean, you guys are, you know, I mean, if you find a hot 18 to 21 year old Latina that already is doing it, because you don't want to get her into it because then that bitch's dad might kill your yeah. ass. <laughs> but if she was already doing it, then, then you kind of put her on the map with meme pages. So you literally just pay... Yeah somebody to give her a shout out and you keep doing that and then eventually do you go you get her on a private instagram link like account and then you pay the meme pages to to shout her out so it takes some cash you need some cash in order yeah. to do it so you should keep your job while you no, do it no it definitely yeah so you do so you you pay for the fucking shout outs then she gets a following then you link it to twitter because twitter she can put actual nude yeah. like uh trailers mm -hmm. she could be like oh this is what i'm doing and yeah. it could be like a 10 second thing and then you know all next thing you know this bitch is you know these bitches getting picked up by adam 22 because she's <laughs> too big for your ass and she <laughs> exactly. she ain't never giving you any of the money but no nah, that, that's kind of how you do it i know mm -hmm. i know many a man that has done it at this point and it's it's it can be good but it's also a dark kind of way entity you know what i mean mm -hmm. like it's kind of a fucked up place to go yeah. Bill Bills went to Princeton. He's an Ivy League grad. Maybe ask him for some advice. Ask him. Um, 
Just I think busy. what you're doing is perfect. The OnlyFans. Pay me now these OnlyFans slides. And, uh, and then another hard part is just the like the legality of everything, you know? Like you have to have people sign contracts, lawyers go you all the stuff. You need consent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's just the, that's the biggest hurdle for me right now is just all the legality stuff. It's like yeah. it's a lot, bro. And, yeah. and uh, there's probably easier ways to make money. Like it, if you really focus in on the on the sales, bro, like I'm gonna tell you, like this chick I've been messing with, uh, she got a headhunter job. Um, yeah, she did. Hell yeah, <laughs> she was hunting some heads, baby. But no, so it was. It was. Uh, so she originally got like a, a regular like sales job out of college, right? Kind of like not a lot cr- uh, crazier than the one you have. But her second career already is starting at a hundred k plus commission, and uh, it's headhunting, which they're making like they're placing like guys in into jobs, and usually they get about a month salary as a commission, and then they split that with the with the uh, the the person the broker or whoever she's working with, but. It's like a really easy job to make 200k in, and I, I see her doing it. She's doing it from like just we're in bed. Like I'll be, I'll be, I'll bang her like at, at noon, and this bitch is just making calls like for maybe like a, a two hours a day that she's yeah. working, and she's making like a hundred and while while he's banging her, while she's banging her. Her. yeah, exactly. She's working from the house, bro. Like three days a week, she works from home, and then two. That's like. These jobs, like now everybody's gotten, they're, they're pussifying all these jobs and they're, everybody works from home. Dude, it's never been a, a better time to get a good sales job, man. It's yeah. like jobs are easy right now. Yeah. They're a lot easier than they used to be. The, the new generation is, there's a bunch of pussies, man. Yeah. People don't want to, they've all demanded not working in an office. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you saw Elon Musk was like, I'm bringing Twitter back into the office, guys. I'm sorry. And like half the team quit. Yeah. Nobody even wanted, everybody wanted to stay remote where you could jerk off 10 times a day and, <laughs> and still and make your salary or whatever. And I kind of agree. If you could sell yeah. from your house, sell from your house. But the point of the story is it's a really, if you wanted the OnlyFans management shit, it might be tough, but there's a lot. You could get rich doing that, sure. Mm-hmm. But what you're doing right now with the sales job is probably going to, it's an easier route. Mm-hmm. To do it to yeah, get the riches. Well, right now in sales, I mean, it's not like I know you talk about your copier sales. You work like make your sale, work yes. four hours. Yeah, it was it wasn't much. But. Now, when I started sales, I started in January. Mm-hmm. It was nine to nine, mm-hmm. six days a week, yeah. one day off. Mm-hmm. And then that one day off, if you had an appointment, you're coming in, yeah. you're waiting there. It's a four or five hour process. It's, yeah. You had no time off. Even right now, I have I switched, so I have two days off. Well, but. you're in the one of the hardest sales jobs <laughs> there are, bro. Now, you got to do this. You got to be, this is what I call your time right now with the, the hard sales job is kind of like putting your time in the minor leagues. Mm-hmm. Once you do it for, I'd say about two years, you got to get your LinkedIn popping and then you can parlay this job Everybody that has done sales knows that the job you're doing in cars is one of the hardest ones. Mm. So they're going to give you an opportunity in another sales job that's easier this next time around. So you got to put this time in and at least be there a couple of years. I would say at least a year and a half mm. at the very mm-hmm. least. Yeah. And then you could parlay it into another job. For sure. For you sure. can. I mean, and the, or, or do whatever you want. But I mean, at the sell cars, then sell pussy. <laughs> sell cars, then I sell do, I pussy. Do multitask, multitask. Yes. No, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Bill, uh, so you have you found happiness? Um, uh, God damn, that was a fucking oh, segue. I know. Did you like that? <laughs> Fuck no. Who's found happiness? Me neither. If I but found happiness, I'd just kill myself. There we go, because it's just the moment. It's like, yeah, there yeah. it is. Time to go. No, seriously. Isn't, isn't it like the whole point of, of, of life is that you're just struggling? You're it struggling the like whole it, time. Right? Have, what, do, what is a child? You've had two children. What does that do to you as a man? Does it make you feel like you understand the universe more? Is it more like what does it make you like? Does it change you overnight, as they say? Yeah, because almost every man who has kids is a better person. For example, Jared from Subway. 
He has kids. <laughs> and um, Harvey Weinstein has he kids. He loves Good kids. human beings have kids. Mm-hmm. Cosby has kids. Mm-hmm. No. You could obviously be a massive piece of shit and have a kid. There's no, That doesn't make you a good person having kids. Mm. But I will say this. It is definitely, I think it's good in your life, no matter what it is, to care about something more than yourself. Hmm. Whether it's your child or God or whatever. That's why when Chelsea Handler is like, I get to fly to France and have a baguette. And I'm like, you just got dumped by Joe Coy, bitch. Shut up. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have a great life. You don't have a great life, yeah. Stop it. You want to have, like, people don't realize when you don't have a kid that that, uh, having, like, unconditional love and having that degree of love and concern is... You just don't know until you have it. People are like, I love my dog. Shut up, bitch. No, you don't love your dog in the same way. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. Your kids, it's a different thing. You give your life for your kid, man. You right. do anything. It's, it's fucking bananas to feel that way. I mean, I'm still a piece of shit, but at least, <laughs> at least in that piece of shitness, I have like a capacity to, like when I, when I work now and I think mm-hmm. about the money that I'm getting, I think about it going to my kid. You know right. what I mean? I don't think about what I'm going to get from it. You know right. what I mean? Right. I'd be happy to wear jeans and a t-shirt the rest of my life. I don't need to go. Like, what am I going to do with money? I feel that as a man, I feel like that's the way you should be as a man. Right. Because what do you need as a guy? You want to get your fucking, Lam- I don't want a Lamborghini, like those douches, like a no. purple Lamborghini. You, you know? don't need it to get, I mean, every guy that I know that gets pussy, including Bill Dawes, doesn't have a nice car. You don't need a nice car. Although the A5 is actually a decent car. Yeah, Convertible. But I, yeah, but, no, but what I'm saying yeah. is, yeah, you, yeah what, why get a Lamborghini when you can change people's lives with that money that you're using to buy that Lambo? Yeah, or also just like, I guess I mean, like, what do you... We, men want to look cool, right? Yeah. We want to look cool, and we don't want to look like a bunch of dickheads, right? Mm. But the older you get, the less you give a shit if people think you look like a dickhead. The more you're like, oh, you think I'm a fucking loser because I, I drive a fucking whatever, a hoopty? I don't <laughs> give a shit. Who gives yeah. a fuck? I drive a Nissan. <laughs> so what? That is what happens when you get older is you stop giving a fuck. And is it's a beautiful feeling. And I, you know, I, I attribute my renaissance in acting, which is I basically I've been in almost... I can get a call back on almost anything. I, I've, I've been booking some stuff. I, I just booked a movie, by the way. Congrats, man. But, uh, thank you, brother. Wow. Thank you. Uh, but it's like... It's because I don't give a fuck at all anymore. Yeah. And then when you do audition, like now if I audition, I think like I'm a man. I got responsibilities. I have something. I have a Mm -hmm. point. I have a goal. I have a mission. Mm -hmm. I don't show up like I hope I get, you know, I hope I get this job because then maybe I can brag about it at the fucking laugh. Who gives a shit? Like, you know what I mean? Like I spent so much of my time in my life wanting people to think I was cool, Mm. you know, and thinking that it was important and and kind of maybe embellishing parts about my life or my career or whatever. And then you get older, you're like, it didn't help. And it didn't help my life in any way at any point where I lied or embellished or anything like that to try to melt, to like build myself up. And then when you see people do it now, like this friend of mine just told me, she was like, she met this guy <laughs> at a dinner and he was actually this really hot girl. And when she went to the bathroom, he was like, yeah, we're kind of dating. So, you know, a lot of girls like try to date me. The girl came back, the guy left and he goes, how long have you been dating? She was like, I just met him tonight. So this guy Jeez. just lied to this girl to yes. show his value. Like, for right. men for are obsessed second, with yeah. showing their fucking value. Yeah. And I get that, because I was like that until I was probably, like, almost 40. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. I live in a trailer in Austin, dude. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, dude. I got a trailer in Austin. Dude, that's genius, I got, though. How much is I that? I got You're two baby cash. mamas, and I live in a fucking trailer in Austin. Enjoying and you know what? Enjoying life. Still and you know what? I need, I need a Leo DeTavio baseball bat yeah. to fucking bat the pussy away. That's what, yeah, dude. Hey, Bill. Yeah, Bill. In Austin, dude. You 
you've been just getting, yeah, I know your pussy levels have been climbing since no. I met you. I feel like they're no, at a really nice place. No, I've seen you with some nice, hotties, man. That's all I'm gonna say. I keep I keep a nice little level of yeah. Which is which? But the but the lesson that with you Gen Z kids, how old yeah. are you? You're 31. 21. <laughs> nah, they're babies, dude. No, yeah. 21. Well, you have more facial hair than I could ever grow, so I don't know. Christian, yeah, bro, you fucking. So 21. You're all like, dude. Let me just tell you, this is what you guys gotta learn. Mm. Gotta learn how to eat pussy. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, yeah, <laughs> the, with the stutter, the that stutter helps. helps. Dude, the stutter <laughs> helps, <laughs> dog. <laughs> Think of a story and just say it. That's all. That's Think right. of a story oh, and yeah. say the story. Yeah. Wow. Just <laughs> a lot I of like W's it. in your yeah, story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many Eat W's, pussy. bro? And also, like, learn how to fuck, man. Yeah. Like men, men watch. They learn how to fuck by watching porn, which is like learning how to be a marine by playing Call of Duty. <laughs> That's not how you fuck, dude. Women, you gotta fucking get that. Cl- you gotta work the clit. You gotta fuck it. You gotta. Men used to teach other men how to fuck, but now yeah. it's called pedophilia. You can't do it. But, <laughs> but like, I think watch. it's important. It's, yeah. I think eating pussy, eating ass, and learning how to fuck and not yeah. come too soon is like, if you just learn those basic things at a young age, man, fuck, dude. It helps a lot, it get man. you to the top? I think it can get you to the top, man. Absolutely. I'm with super. girls who have no business being with me sometimes. <laughs> like I've they seen some really of these. Really should no, be I'm just with kidding. Me. No, but I've seen some hotties with Bill They should Dawes, be with dude. me because they're just because I'm a fucking mess. But they're just like, it's because, you know, I hold it down. So you got to just you gotta like learn how mess, to hold it down. Though. Don't they like the, the general kind of like the, 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 the artiste? Mess? Yes. The artiste if, that is that is. Hurt. Yes, they like the artiste, but if I couldn't fucking like blow their back out in bed, they wouldn't give a shit about That's their artiste. You know right, what I'm baby. That's fucking right, dude. <laughs> so you learn it. There are books. Yeah. There's well, there's ways to learn. Danny it. wrote I'm a book. You. Danny was obsessed with his book about yeah. uh, she comes first. That's what it's called. It's called she comes first. You guys should check it out. I mean, uh, there is something to being a good lover. I'm not the greatest lover. I'll be honest. Come on, I Leo. Leo, I'm a bit of <laughs> a. Uh, oh, you're like a black dude. I'm a king. Fucking take care. Yeah, of I'm it. kind of a. Yeah, I kind of take care. <laughs> of but now, but, but with the one with the girl that I I do adore the most at the time. I, I can be my Don Juan self, my Latin mm. lover self. Mm. So it depends, Christian. But you're the, you're really push, pulling the most bitches in the group. Well, maybe it's because yeah. like um, two years ago, I moved to Florida to work for my um, uncle's company as an electrician, mm-hmm. and I had my own apartment. Okay, so that's just by default. Yeah. The Yo, a Mexican with their own apartment, dude. So pussy magnet. It's you over, me? dog. Yeah. All the Latinas. You better know. You got your a Mexican does have seven other relatives living there. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Pussy magnet. Nice. <laughs> dude, that is a great point, man. <laughs> that is, I think that's a perfect note to, uh, I think we've been going like two hours, right? Yeah, dude. This has been an unbelievable pod. Bill Dawes, where can they find you, my man? Just find me on Instagram at Bill Dawes, D A W E S. He's a great comedian. If you could see him in your own town, go see him live. This dude, he's been, he murdered in the first uh, big Leo and Danny show podcast uh, that we had in person at the park, Pan Pacific Park. 250 of the fans came out. First one we ever did. Bill he, Dawes was there. I mur- I bombed, dude. That's nah, so funny. Dude. I fucking ate a dick. Nah, I nah, nah. I know when I ate, yo, it dude. I know when I ate a dick, dude. It was outside. You murdered. No, when people were like, hey, no, no, man. They were just tired. When people say, they were just tired. You're like, oh, fuck. Caesar, were you there, bro? No. No, no. It was a while, I, it was a while I, ago. Really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Wait, was it when... Uh, when, uh, it was during the pandemic for sure. Yeah. 2021, maybe? Yeah, it was like when 2021. Some, uh, Otis Forskin. 
Yeah, that was the one, dude. Yeah. Oh my God. You saw that too? Yeah, I don't know if he was there for that, but a guy smoked his foreskin at that fucking event. But yeah. Where can they find you, Caesar? And sing it, bro. Sing it. Sing it. Watch this. Loud and proud. Yeah, sing it. You can find me on YouTube at Midnight Chasers and on Instagram at Kai Drive. Yeah, Not bad, bro. You did good. That was good. <laughs> Where can they find you, boys? Thank you. By the way, the insight into the into the car dealerships that was sick. You're definitely getting fired, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 100%. Uh, They're gonna clip that. Uh, at at Nissan. Yeah, yeah. yeah at you're Nissan. Yeah, it's but funny. it's but it's uh, but thank you. That was really fun, dude. But where can they find you? Um, you can find me on my personal Instagram at Full Metal Kenzo or my um, social media page at um, Official Evolved Media. Dope. And then the biggest pimp of the crew, uh, dude. Right here, right here. Uh, I just have Instagram at Cozy Christian. Very Cozy nice Christian, kids. I like that. They're big uh, stand dude. They come to all our stand up shows, so That's hopefully really awesome, we can get man. Bill. We'll get Bill on one of the shows. You guys can yeah, see his set. Sure. It'd be dumb. Yeah. Thank oh, you guys to the Yo and Danny show. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Check out the Patreon. We've been having a lot of good content there. Me and my boy Eddie and guest Nico also. Uh, having a lot of fun on the Patreon. We're getting wild on there. Some of the episodes get uh, pretty gnarly because we can say stuff we don't really say on YouTube. So uh, <laughs> it's not the end of the word. Relax. But anyway, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week.